Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the TetraCast. My name is Zach Reese. I'm your host, as always. So we've got a special edition of the podcast happening today. Uh, as some people know, <laughs> a couple days ago, on January 12th, at least in America, January 13th and many other places in the world, um, they revealed the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo's latest console, announced not that long after the launch of the Wii U. Uh, so this is clearly meant to kind of make up for that. But they revealed a lot of details. And so instead of getting into like the normal stuff we typically do with each podcast, we're just going to talk Nintendo because there is a lot to talk about. Yeah, and there so, is. Yes. And so the voice you hear, I'll start announcing my guest. The first person we've got is Josh Torres. Welcome. Hi. It's, uh, it's already the first tetracast of 2017 it's already a special one again yeah sorry Damn. about the hiatus um for people listening but you know we had um we wanted to kind of collect our thoughts and we knew this was happening so we, sh- we figured you know spend time and really focus on this today uh, we've also got Brian vitali hello great thank you Brian. for joining again uh appreciate it and then finally we've got a returning guest aaron van dyne hello Hello, yes, I knew you wanted to be a part of this podcast, especially after uh, the revelations that Nintendo dropped on us. She was really, really excited to talk about Switch today. <laughs> yeah, I said, can we, can yeah. we talk? <laughs> Great, so um, yeah, uh, like I mentioned, there's a lot to go over, and so we're going to try to keep this as organized as possible. I know everyone has a lot of thoughts to share on each of these things that we'll go over, but... First, what I'm going to do is briefly go over the specs of the Nintendo Switch just so people have an idea. Uh, so we'll get into that. Then we'll get into the online mode that um, is still kind of vague at most uh, with the details. And then we'll get into the games themselves. And so first off, what Nintendo announced, and I appreciate <laughs> that they announced this pretty early, is the price and the launch date. Uh, so first off, the Nintendo Switch, at least in America, will be uh, launched at 299 U.S. dollars. Uh, actually, I think this is a good point to just ask this right away. What do you guys think about the price? I knew there was rumors going around that it might be 249 uh, up to 349 You know, it was kind of all over the place. But uh, is 299 is that kind of what you guys were expecting too? Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of 250 uh, based I was on... hoping for 250 yeah. Hoping. Yeah, yeah um, because when you take a look at this uh product like i understand there's a lot of like you know how like tech kind of like beyond its time at the moment but i just i just feel like the what we're going to talk about in a bit it just seems much for 300 in my opinion yeah i don't know and maybe this is part of like the fault of all the rumors which we can probably talk about later yeah yeah, like i feel like a lot of those set up expectations that really got dashed quite quickly um 299 is really expensive i feel especially when you have a the ps4 and the xbox one at 250 already and they come with a game whereas the switch does not come with a game at 299 it just i don't know it just it's it just feels really expensive when you have two other systems that are actually more powerful than the switch that are actually cheaper at the moment it kind of reminds me of uh, when the 3DS was uh, 3DS's pi- price was first revealed and its launch lineup, and like how that they kind of had to put an incentive in there and a, and a little discount with the whole um, what was it the, the certificate program or something ambassador program ambassador. There we go. Yeah. So 
be fair, though, that's, that's a handheld versus, like, a console. It is. Uh, True, but it, it does feel similar. And, and even, I don't know, it even feels kind of like the Vita, which was also kind of expensive when it came out. <laughs> uh, it's, there's, some, there's some similarities you can kind of draw from there. But, um, Brian, any thoughts to share before I get into this, though? Well, like, you look at the Wii U, and despite its, like, low sales, they never really cut it, like, in price. And you think, well, it's due to the technology in that tablet, you know, the low latency streaming or whatever. If the Switch doesn't have that, maybe they can price it lower, and they really didn't. So I was hoping for 250 I'm not surprised by 300 but I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't want to dwell on a $50 difference. But yeah. what Aaron said, you look at PS4 and the Xbox One, and this is going, whether or not they agree or admit this, is this is going to be competing with them, and that price is kind of immediately a knock against it. I think it's important to keep in mind, um, there was someone put out a chart recently that the Nintendo Switch is actually launching at the fourth cheapest price, uh, adjusted for inflation, uh, for a console launch. So, I mean, obviously, you know, with the PS4 and Xbox One, they didn't launch with bundle games either. Nintendo's way more known for having bundle games. Uh, I think the way that they're justifying why it's not, it doesn't have anything bundled inside of it, and we'll get into the launch lineup in a little bit, I think you're talking about that the... Um, the variety of content i think uh, like for example like the one two switch game that we'll talk about uh they're saying that that's got more depth of content compared to like wii sports they're comparing it more to like wii play which was released separately with like a controller i believe is that that's when like the wii motion plus was a thing um and that's why they're they're putting it that way but yeah of course nintendo is launching at a time when it's in trouble uh to kind of keep it like that uh, uh to, not to undersell it but yeah they're they're kind of in trouble because of the uh, wii u's uh failure uh i love my wii to death but that's that's kind of how it was and then yeah it's going up against the ps4 and xbox one like you guys were talking about that's kind of a tough thing but you know once again it's all about justifying it with the content inside of it so let's get into other stuff about it um i i, I will also briefly mention that it's 2.99 in the u.s but in europe uh they just kind of said you know check with your local retailers made the joke that it might have to, something to do with brexit but i don't know uh what it comes down to what was the price in canada again wasn't it 400 399 399 is it 399 or 299 no it's 399 here because the canadian dollar is actually really not doing very well against no. the u.s dollar right now so um i think it works out to like 399 canadian is 301 u.s dollars yep and that's uh that's what they that's what they're justifying as we have kyle of course and darren both from canada and so they're both feeling the hurt from that i think they even mentioned like um the japanese uh price if you buy it here um, I mean, buy with U.S. dollars, it's like 287 or 288 and so you might save a little bit of money that way, um, which is good news because apparently it's region-free, which is mm-hmm. really uh, exciting to hear, not only because, you know, people who like to import, but I kind of like the uh, being able to make multiple accounts, which I hope you can do on the on the Switch <laughs> with my PS4, like a Japanese account yeah. and then downloading Japanese demos. Uh, when, when we're talking about Nintendo and accounts, I don't know. They, did distance sure. them, yeah. they did distance themselves from the whole like account tied to the console. The my itself. Nintendo ID uh, or something. Yeah, they I'm did so distance scared them. about that because... Yeah. Before like, we like jump anywhere... So yeah, 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 yeah. Before uh, we jump into that, like, what what's the date this is coming out? 
March 3rd. March 3rd is the launch date for the Nintendo Switch. That's a worldwide release, simultaneous release, which is great. Uh, it's exciting uh, to hear that that's, that's the case. Um, well, actually, wait, no. I don't think it's actually simultaneous. You put that here, worldwide. I think it's only like a set number of countries, and then the other places will come later. I think it's the U.S., or sorry, North America, Japan, and then like parts of Europe, parts they, of Europe. they kind of like... Yeah. I think Australia as well is in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's definitely... I hate to... Yeah, we're not going to use the term worldwide because we're leaving out... They, like I, I did Kong notice during the presentation, they, they were careful to say like major parts of Europe and not like, you know, the whole region. <laughs> yeah. A certain percentage of the world will have it on march 3rd yeah that's that's a ridiculous thing so let's get into the specs itself um so the tablet itself that the nintendo switch is basically is it's a 6.2 inch capacitive screen uh touch screen which is important to point out it was like speculation about that the resolution of the screen itself is 1280 by 720 so 720p your that's what your games are going to be running on when you take it with you it's got 32 gigabytes of internal storage which is small, but when you consider it supports micro SDXC uh, cards and micro SDHC support, that's not a big deal because you can get like you know up to, I think I think Nintendo confirmed it's, you can support up to two terabytes. It's uh, still a kind of a big deal, relatively speaking, because it, it the is. rest of the competition, yeah. But they, the rest of the competition doesn't support like that. I mean, Xbox One does, but PS4 doesn't support external storage like that. They and also I think, all have like how many times more storage in the box than this. But that's the thing is that right? 500 gig and one terabyte isn't enough anyway. So it's yeah, it's that, but, it's the, but so 32 gigs is definitely not enough. And you have to, <laughs> yeah, buy, you have to buy an external card. Like, external well, Zelda, card. Zelda itself, I think, is 17 gigs. Uh, no, it's, it's actually 13.4 gigs, oh. and so that's important yeah. to point still, out. But still, I mean, it yeah. is. It is. Every game is about is around that. Size. So you can download Zelda twice. And... <laughs> yeah. There you go. But no <laughs> one. I mean, uh, you can get like a 64 gig for like 15 bucks now. So it's it's actually I don't I personally. I don't find it a big deal just because it's so cheap to get. Uh, I think it'll depend on the storage. size, of the, the average yeah. size of games. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're very much a digital only person, you better pray that those average game sizes is, is like maybe fifteen. Well, the fact that it doesn't have like a disc drive at all, so that means you can't like put in Blu-rays or stuff like that, or, or movies or anything like that. Uh, and it's got very limited apps on the console, at least what it looks like at, at, at now. I mean, of course, they can add stuff later like they did with the 3DS. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of like OS storage necessarily. And so uh, the 13 that we mentioned for Zelda, because they put that out, it's going to be 13.4 gigabytes. Of course, with the OS, it might get up to like, Brian was saying, it might be like 17, maybe a little bit more. But um, I don't I don't really foresee that that's becoming a big issue because like at least uh, with the Wii U, it was still using like disk storage and stuff like that. So it was like it took the content from that that's it's it's a very big problem I'll, I'll i'll agree with that because 32 gigs no one's going to do anything with that and and yeah games are going to be so big especially with like nba 2k18 slated for that that thing's always been kind of beefy like i think with 2k17 on my ps4 that was about 40 or 50 gigabytes and so i don't know if that thing is ever going to fit unless they decide to, well like, it's kind know, of weird it because like you look at the cartridge games and that fits perfectly with the this can go as a portable philosophy because you're not going to want to carry around something that has a moving part like a disk drive but then like the idea that you're only going to be able to store maybe two games on it and you're going to have to cart around the rest of your game carts in some sort of binder or whatever. If yeah, you bring I don't. Anywhere. I, did I don't want to get too the... hung up on this yeah. because we still have a lot to go through. But yeah. it's just one of those things. Like it's, a, it's an observation. It's like it's definitely on the lower side too. 
It is. Just to be frank. But uh, I'm glad at least it doesn't use proprietary cards like the Vita. <laughs> We're talking about the Vita. Um, so, yeah, let me get into all the other stuff, and then I'll we'll come back and, and discuss each of these things, because I, I do want to get through all these specs here first. So we've got that. Um, the tablet itself has got two speakers at the bottom. Hope it's not blocked by your, your lap when you put it on. Uh, headphone jack at the top. It does not have an Ethernet port. Uh, only got internal wireless. I think they, it's 11. So, excuse me. It's got uh, eight. It's got what's it what's it ac is is what it's it's what the wireless uh signal inside of it is so it's got basically compatibility with the latest wireless technology that we've got on the market right now it's got a usb 3.0 on the back is it just one port or more josh there was one through the usb 3.0 port at the back i'd ver- i can't recall what was on the front of it because they I do know there was at least one I, I know there was at least one 2.0 usb at the front I'm trying to think if there's a second one or not. Yeah, because I do believe it also has support for like external hard drives too. So uh, that's important to point out. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to like plug in like an external battery. Because <laughs> what we've also got is that the battery is going to last between 2.5 and 6.5 hours, depending on the game. That's all they said, depending on the game, which you know they can't really judge at this point. Uh, Nintendo also confirmed earlier today uh, that's Zelda is going to run at roughly about three hours. So that's not necessarily that bad. Um, I mean, I was kind of bummed at first, and then I thought about it. You know, the 3DS is kind of the same. Uh, to be fair, I wasn't a big fan of how the 3DS uh, treated its battery and that when it died, it died, unlike the Vita where it just kind of saved your state and then when you got the charge back. So hopefully it's more like that. Um, hopefully it keeps that charge too, kind of like, you know, the old DS stuff. But let me keep on going here. So we've got... Um, the TV, so there's three different modes that the Switch is going to be able to run in. TV mode, of course, when you have it docked, uh, 1080p is what it's going to run at. Then you've got the tabletop mode, which is just, you know, your tablet with the little kickstand at the back of it. You can set it on a table, pull out the Joy-Cons, which are the controllers, of course, and play it that way. Or straight-up handheld mode with the uh, controllers docked into the tablet itself or, or, or snapped into it and play it that way. Uh, then at that point, it's going to be at 720p. Uh, this was also mentioned before uh, a long time ago, but uh, at this point, that when it is docked, there is a little bit of a performance boost, but it's compared to like running your laptop when it's plugged in. So it's not really that big of a difference. Uh, it's just the fact that we mentioned before the resolution of the screen. So that that might be interesting to see, like the performance differences there. At a lower resolution, maybe the frame rate is better optimized that way, but we'll see. Uh, and then also the what's packed inside of the Switch itself, the box, I should say. When you buy it on the store shelves on March 3rd or, you know, months from now when, the, when you find out the shortage because <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, you got the console, the dock itself, uh, one pair of Joy-Cons, so the left and right uh, pads that you'll get. A Joy-Con grip, which is just uh, the little thing you snap into and also wrap it around your wrist with the wrist straps. It's got, yeah, the AC adapter and HDMI cable. Um, thank God they do that now instead of what was it the PlayStation Three? Was it the was it the PlayStation Three or like the uh, like launched without an HDMI cable? Anyone remember? Because it I was know, the PS Three. Yeah, the Three Hundred and Sixty yeah, had the comp- component. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, with the Three Hundred and Sixty when it launched, it's like you had to either buy the standard for twenty gig and it had like the composite cable, or you can go like the Pro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The component. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, did the, did the 360 day. at launch uh, have uh, HDMI ports? Like the original no, no, remember they added it later. Yeah, exactly. that's right. The yeah. Xbox One. So, like, people, people with, like, the early 360s, I think they had, like, this 
HDMI converter you could buy for it. And the early 360s didn't even have like wireless. No, 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 they didn't uh. because I bought it at launch and um, I paid for the pro version because it was weird. It was like the PlayStation 4, excuse me, PlayStation 3, um, the 60 gig. It's like it had Chrome on the front of it and that's what made it so special. Uh, and but, now we're complaining that consoles don't come with Ethernet ports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the kind of thing. I mean, that's uh, it really comes down to like Nintendo's um, internet power. But yeah, it's it feels like you're going to want to pick up that Ethernet adapter anyway just because, yeah, especially without a disk drive and using only cartridges. Um, I hope that the the network is up to pace, but you know, it's Nintendo hasn't really been known for the best internet uh, connections. No, none of them are. None of them are. They're all they're all bad. So that's kind of how it is. Um, so for the Joy Cons themselves, they did announce a new feature: HD Rumble TM. Uh, Hell yeah! It's got basically these pads. They're kind of like the Xbox One controllers that have got like haptic feedback in the triggers, so you can kind of feel the sensation, especially when you're like driving and stuff like that. When you go around corners or rumbles, rumble strips, um, it's got haptic feedback that distinguishes sensations. They kept talking about ice cubes in a cup, and I was like, "Why keep hanging up on this?" Yeah, it's, just, it's just, yeah, it's very much like the Xbox One's like rumble on the triggers. It's yeah. like I mean, it's like it's like region rumbling. On exactly. That. Like there's uh, some HD rumble. Yeah, HD rumble. <laughs> it's got tension in it and all this kind of stuff. So uh, that could be interesting, uh, but uh, I guess that just means it's better than what you'd expect it to be. It's not just simple pieces of plastic with some tech in it. Speaking of which, um, on the controller itself, they did reveal it's got a capture button on the left side. Um, they said at launch, uh, or at least early on, it's going to have a support for screenshots, hopefully PNG, not just JPEG. Uh, and they said video capture would be added at a later date. I think there was some concern there because the Nintendo Switch was using flash memory that it might not be able to support video capture. Maybe that's something they're still working on just because it's not as consistent. It's kind of difficult when it's not a hard drive that you're working with. Um so also on the controllers themselves was it no yeah it's it's got NFC support uh which will allow you to use your amiibos which they showed off some Zelda ones uh during Nintendo's America conference as well or at least their um event that they had there uh this morning uh they also have gyroscopes on each one um and then big old L&R buttons on each Joy-Con with a motion IR camera so that way you can recognize different hand gestures uh like they show like rock paper scissors, I think is what they did, and so that was that was kind of weird. Uh, but also there um, are two different SKUs uh, for the Nintendo Switch that you can pick up. Either you can pick up one that has just the Joy Cons as plain old gray color, or you can get one that has uh, neon blue and neon red, which I think was a it was kind of a weird combination, just because like I personally I would be like one color or the other. I, but anyway. That's that's what you have, and they're priced the same, so two ninety nine for e- either of those. And then they also reveal the price of the accessories themselves. Now, people are kind of bothered by this, and I can kind of see why. So for the Joy-Cons themselves, to buy a pair uh, at the store, so just the left and right controller as a pair, uh, it will cost you, at least in America, $80. If you want to buy a single one, a left or a right, uh, it'll cost you $50, so there you go. And then if you want to purchase the Pro Controller, so um, to distinguish, it's that people probably already know this, is that the X, excuse me, the Switch does come with that little piece of plastic that you can put the Joy-Cons in and play um, 
uh, on a controller somewhat, but it's it's just like Joy-Con snapped into like a piece of plastic, basically that kind of feels like a controller. Uh, but this is actually you know like the Wii U Pro controller that they had. So if you want to buy that, that's going to cost you seventy dollars, which is a little bit higher than what we expect from a normal controller nowadays, which is like sixty. And then um, if you want to buy a new dock for some reason, like it breaks because, uh, you know, it knocks off a shelf or something, that's going to cost you $90. Now, I don't think they even mentioned about the cost to be placed in the tablet itself. It just sounds like that's going to be the console. So you're going to have to probably buy a whole new console at that point. That seems a little bit more reasonable uh, in, my ca- in my mind than the Wii U situation where it's like you can't really, at least I know in Japan you could, but in America... Um, and I think also in Europe you could do it as well, but like in America you could not really buy a new tablet. You had to either go through Nintendo themselves or just buy a new one and just say, you know, this sucks, but I guess I'll have to pay $150 or whatever to do that. Um, and lastly, the console will support eight-player local multiplayer. Online is a different story. Of course, they haven't really touched about that too much, but um, if you have like four people all with switches and you want to use a single controller each, you'll be able to play it that way on a rooftop or after playing basketball. So that's, uh, that's kind of the news. Is there anything um, in there that, you, that really stands out to you guys that you want to talk about? Uh, HD Rumble must be pretty pricey yeah. or something. I mean, it's got a lot of... Uh, the, the, the fact that it's got like NFC and, and uh, you know, gyroscopes and the, yeah, the Rumble and all this stuff inside the control itself, it's, apparently it's way more expensive than you think. I mean, it does feel like it's going to be marked up, but yeah, that's, that's pretty pricey. Yeah, it's uh, it's very much like you know, a lot like the Wii U situation. It's like the 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 main like thing about that is the the controller itself, like the the way you're uh, controlling these games. Like the there's still you know, of course the the main like quote unquote gimmick of this is like uh, how you can uh, switch between these different modes. But if you're talking about the, like the bulk of the tech, like it's it's pretty much part like a significant portion of that is in those controllers. So that's why they're so pricey. You know, I. It, they do a lot, and apparently, from people who uh, have gotten their hands on it, it's like it's actually pretty comfortable despite its size, yeah, Alex, which is a, a very crazy thing to think about. Because when you when you look at that, when you see people like turning those things horizontally and th- looking like at how small those are, and then people come out out and say it's like it's actually works and it's pretty comfortable. It's like that blows my mind because that's that is not easy to fucking like to like establish. I, th- I, guess. I think I'm kind of hearing like mixed though. I mean, Alex, um, who's not really well, he's shorter than me, but a lot of people are shorter than me. Uh, he <laughs> he seemed to be uh, feel that those controllers are yeah pretty comfortable as you were saying. Um, he we have pictures up on our Twitter account at RPG site that he took pictures of it in his hand and showed it off, and yeah, it did seem fine, especially holding it that way. I did hear from like other places like VG247, that guy who, who his impressions were that it felt uncomfortable. But I, I wonder, yeah, you were talking about when you're holding it vertically, when you hold it horizontally like a controller, um, there's that concern about, you know, your thumbs bumping into each other and, you know, hitting other buttons and stuff like that. But um, I guess the way I play is that I use the tips of my fingers. So I guess I'm not too concerned about that. But um, any thoughts from you, from you, Aaron, about anything that we just discussed about like the specs of, of the the machine, the battery, anything like that? Um, well, <laughs> the battery, I think, is going to be kind of an issue, actually. Yeah. Um, they're saying, uh, what, like... 2.5 to... to 6.5 is what they're saying, yeah. roughly three hours. But then, you know, a lot of... They like to always sort of 
this is the same with the laptop manufacturers. They like to estimate higher than what's actually capable. I mean, with a- Apple, of course, it's like 10 hours is going to be 10 hours, but with their tablets, <laughs> but this is this is a high-end gaming machine, um, even right. if it's like, if you're comparing it to like the launch PS4 or whatever, it's like in terms of power, um, this is not something that you were used to seeing. And, you know, it is a kind of a hefty looking thing, but I guess the, the weird thing though, is that they mentioned that they didn't want it to make it too thick uh, to fit a bigger battery, but the battery itself is, I think they said it was like, I'm guessing it's like 4,310 milliwatts uh, or something like that. Um, You're guessing? MAH. I forget what MAH stands. No, I'm not guessing. It's MAH. I forget what that stands. Millihertz? Yeah. Milliamp hours. Milliamp hours. Yeah, sorry. I should ask you. You're the the expert here. Um, But that's what they were saying, which is is the biggest uh, battery that's ever been put into a gaming device. Uh, you know, so that that does give it a thing, but you do wonder if if they would have made it a little bit thicker that they could have fit uh, a, a higher capacity battery. But apparently, they did say that the battery is quick charging, um, although it does. I guess it's, it does take a couple hours to recharge, like two to three okay. hours to recharge. So I, I want to be like clear about this. Is, is like the dock mandatory for, or can you charge via USB? I believe. Sorry. I think you can charge it through USB. Yeah. <laughs> I sure would hope so. I believe so, because they showed the USB-C. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were, you know, not at home, like, obviously, you're not going to be carrying the dock around with you if you take the thing on the go, right? <laughs> I mean, that's uh, Nintendo. That's exactly what I hope Nintendo visualizes. Kind of like, oh, no, everyone's going to take the dock with us. No, come on, man. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, I, I can't recall if that was, like, the case. I want to. Uh, yeah. I want to say that you I'm, can charge it USB, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I'm pretty confident because if you think about it, it, they said the fact that it's got a USB-C connector that you can plug into. Um, I would assume when you put the dock down, it's going to sit on that USB Type C, like that. You just pop it on there like a dock, like a laptop dock or whatever. You just pop it on there. So I imagine you'll be, and it, and that's how it charges itself because it's you know the AC from the dock itself to the wall. Um, I, I I'm. It seems like almost assuredly that you'll be able to charge uh, the the switch itself with an external battery, like a, or into the wall or something like that. That uh, it'd be insane to think that that's not possible, unless it's like some sort of like lock down on the system itself, which Who makes knows? no sense. So, uh. um, I believe though, um, it does not. Uh, it, it says includes the the switch only includes the primary dock in the box, so I don't think it includes uh, the. I don't know if it actually includes a USB C cable. That which is... I don't. I mean, but, uh, uh, everything they put up on there is exactly what they showed at the presentation, like that little infographic of like the different parts in it. So. I don't think it comes with a USB Type C cable. No, I don't think so either. So, but there are external batteries that you can buy that do charge over USB C, and so um, you should be fine. Uh, the only thing that's weird though is that um, the fact that the charging ports at the bottom, if you want to put the, if you want to do the tabletop mode with the kickstand, it means you're going to be either set it on top of the cable or kind of lean it a little bit over to the edge so that you'll be able to play it. That's that's what seems pretty awkward. It would have been better if it was like on the side or at the top. I mean, even on the top, it'd be kind of weird, but um, it it seems like uh, that'd be kind of awkward, but you know. We'll have to wait and wait, see. Well, you, you cut out a little bit. What, what happened? What'd you say? It cut out on my end. Oh, did anyone else hear me? 
No, it, you cut out. Uh, just repeat your last sentence. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that. Um, did you guys hear about the part about the dock? Yeah. Oh, okay. So like when you when you do the tabletop mode, you heard that part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's all I said. I, I kind of okay. stopped. I stopped for a moment. Okay. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, there are like you know little myths that I have. Like you, when you look at the back of it, that you, you could see that like there could have been an Ethernet port right built into that. Like they had space if you just do a little re- rearranging and. I don't know. That, if it's, have, sorry. Go ahead. It's just. It's just. I. I don't know if it's just me, but have, seeing all my other devices have Ethernet ports on them, and now I have to get it like... I mean, I've had this old like, you know, Ethernet adapter since the Wii. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, I have to go bust that out again. Great, you know? It's just... It, it, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't know if it's just they ran out of space just because of all the stuff that's packed into that. It's not like the Wii U tablet had an Ethernet port on it, but... Nope. I, like, if I had to guess, there's probably some sort of licensing with it, and they just don't want to bother with it. <laughs> That's a good That's point because, like, yeah, like the the whole rumble thing. Also, like, you've got so many patents out there and all this garbage. So I'm sure they'd rather just sell you the adapter. And I'm hoping that there's third party adapters so we don't have to go through like Nintendo's stupid bullshit proprietary crap that you had to do it. Because I know that the Wii didn't have it. Did the Wii U have Ethernet? I, I'm, <laughs> my Wii U is like right over here. I should be able to see uh, that. The Wii and Wii U do not have Ethernet ports. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's, it's like surprise. And that's, as Aaron was saying, it's probably just to avoid uh, paying another company royalties for every console sold. So any way for them to make the most margin possible, I think is better for them in their opinion, I'm sure. Yeah, so. I mean, it's the same reason like the Wii U didn't have Blu-ray or DVD. Um, yeah. They had like the proprietary disc instead instead we got the sweet ass curves edges of the cd yeah that was awesome oh yeah <laughs> oh that's right yeah the curve like the little softer <laughs> and then yeah. you got the uh uh the mini discs for the gamecube which were pretty crazy <laughs> that you can really use anywhere else I mean, um the only the only real thing that like i'm like really happy about is like they actually devoted time to say hey this thing is region free just to clear up any sort of like uh, you know, like questions about it. It's not like some random bullet on a fact sheet after the presentation. It's like, no, this this thing is region free. Period. Done. Okay, move on. It was hilarious because as soon as someone mentioned that, I looked on Twitter under our mentions and it's like, it's gonna be just like before Persona Four Arena. They're gonna just come in, lock it out anyway. I'm like, come on, guys, it's, it's, you're gonna be okay. It only happened once. No, um, it's it's cool because like you know, there's Alice doesn't get a break. You don't have to. You don't have to wait for like any like say we don't have to wait for like three years for like uh to see like a xenoblade like official localization here yeah you know well we'll uh, get we'll get if you, you want to yeah. yeah if you want to get a xenoblade like, uh, game of the year three years in a row because yeah, yeah, it's much. taking forever to get into yeah. every oh my territory. Well, like most anticipated at that point but yeah like that's... persona 5 um yeah i mean yeah we'll get into the games a little bit later i mean for me personally i'm not really none of this really uh hurt my opinion of the switch necessarily because it's kind of in line with what i was expecting uh yeah i mean the price is a little bit more but that's just because of what speculation was i was expecting 250 to 300 um and it's up to nintendo to justify that price more so i'm not really that uh greatly concerned about that kind of stuff it is more expensive but you know people i'm sure will still buy it regardless and apparently it's been pre-orders are high anyway so I, i don't think that's affecting too many people so we'll see how that goes. But let's get into another thing that is uh, this is this is kind of what um, leads us into this section, uh, which we'll talk about the online mode. The problem was that they didn't really talk about it too much during the conference itself, and 
when I heard more details about the online mode, I think that was starting to strangle my hype for the product itself, but we'll talk about it. So the online mode. So no price has been set for this, and it won't affect the Wii U or 3DS online features, so let's be clear. Someone asked about that on Twitter as well. They made clear that that's not the case. Uh, it's going to stay the same for them. So um, they did mention some things. So, of course, yeah, Nintendo is jumping into it. They're going to start charging for online multiplayer, which makes a lot of sense because apparently PSN made more money than Nintendo did as a company. So, uh, Wait, what? Is that, yeah. is that true? It is true. They wow. put that out. So, wow. yeah, PSN made more money than Nintendo did as a company uh, last year. Wow. Uh, or maybe it was before. Uh... Actually, I'm not shocked because of all the sales that they've had lately. Yeah, it Uh. makes a lot of sense when you put it in perspective like that. Um, uh, Actually, I'm sorry. I I wanted to actually get up the the, uh, online stuff here. So I I actually have... I'm I'm pulling up a chart right now so I can have a little bit of a side-by-side here. Okay, yeah. So online multiplayer, that's going to be charged. Not at first. Let's be clear. They did say the online features at first will be launched for free. Only problem is they only said they didn't really clarify this until later. It's only going to be available uh, online services, period, for U.S., Mexico, and Canada. So not Japan, not Europe, none of those places until later. So we don't know when actually it's going to be added for the other uh, territories. Um, and this is this is information from a, a site based in Europe. Uh, not us, another site. So this is clearly... Well, it's, not like, it's not like they have many launch titles that make use of online. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, they're still trying to figure this stuff out, it seems like. But anyway, um, yeah, so they've got that. And then just like with PSN and Xbox, you'll get exclusive uh, discounts and deals and things like that, uh, free content over the course of, of your subscription. Uh, one other thing they also mentioned, um, and this is when it started to turn a little south, at least for me, they uh, said that uh, there will be a companion app that you'll be able to download. Not right now, but sometime in the summer, um, where you'll be able to do online lobby work and party making and matchmaking and stuff like that and voice chat. That's going to be all delegated to a smartphone app. So Nintendo's expecting everyone who uses their system who wants to enjoy these types of features to have a smartphone with them at all times in Uh... order to experience that. That blew my mind um, it's it's a really bizarre move but the, I, I started thinking about it. it's like you know how nintendo has always been kind of they, they, they think about the when they see the online community it's like oh shit we have to protect children from online you yeah, know it's a, that's basically what i was thinking when they announced that stuff it's like well it, they want to make it harder for kids who like you know like on the ps4 and xbox they can basically they can easily get into that stuff. So, like, having to tie it to something you have to download and, you know, configure on your smartphone would... I'm not going to say that there's, like, the greatest solution. I'm, I, I'm sure... No, like, no, like, I mean... People who really doubt about this, like... I'm still kind of like... shaking my head over it because <laughs> it's, like such a nintendo thing to do <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it is but I, i'm I wanna... trying to imagine yeah. if like the playstation network app i remember when that came out i like downloaded it i messed with it a bunch but then it kind of fell by the wayside i don't know if even it's really been fully supported i'm imagining an app like that only it's necessary download like the 20th playstation app on your fucking phone for a specific uh purpose come on now but uh, but it's 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 important to keep in mind that yeah it's like but with like the other consoles this stuff is like baked in and so it's really bizarre um, even if we if, even if we say it's like a Nintendo very thing but and you also mentioned like you know the 
trying to protect the kids i want to know who the average age of the splatoon player is because i'm sure even then they still use like voice apps outside of that stuff but um yeah it's another problem that i have with that is that it only makes sense if you're playing this at home imagine taking this anywhere else and trying to do voice chat because <laughs> they all they say like there's uh, even like a quote yeah. here where it says like you know instead of having some sort of bulky gamer headset I don't know which headsets he's using. You'll is that, is to, that really what it says? It's this is uh, this is what it's saying here. It says you'll be able to do it right off your smartphone. Put in <laughs> your earbuds that you use for your standard mobile device. <laughs> we think that's a pretty sweet solution. That's part of the overall opportunity that we see in the subscription service. Okay, so I get I get the I get the argument about you know <laughs> the kids and stuff like that. The other thing, my concern is that yeah, it's like trying to use voice chat when you're outside or at some places else. It's like you're trying like. Do you hold your phone up to your face and try to like mess that with the controller in your hand? You know, it's like all this stuff, this stuff, because you know, or plugging your headset into like some person said you can buy an adapter to plug your gamer headset into your phone. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It, it was like a really weird, like, this I don't have to go through all these different things. My other th- problem is that, well, before I get into uh, bigger issues, let's talk about the other features of the, of the online uh-huh. service. They also revealed, and this sounded really cool at first, is that you'll be able to get uh, an NES or an SNES, a Super Nintendo game, um, as part of the service. And the Super Nintendo, at least, I think this is what they kind of kind of narrowed it down, is that Super Nintendo games would have an online feature. So um, kind of like, you know, when you on an emulator, you know, you have like your online multiplayer opportunities. Uh, they're apparently going to put that into the actual games themselves. Makes me wonder if they're just using the technology that emulator makers have already done because Nintendo has a history of actually using ROMs for their bundle services like with the Nintendo Classic. They actually are using ROMs. So it makes me think that that's actually what's going on here. In any case, um, they clarified it. There's, there was a lot of like uh, confusion about what this means because they weren't really specific about what they were saying, like rent it for that month. So clearly... The case is is that, and it sounds like there's going to be rotation with PlayStation Plus. Of course, you'll get like a free group of games each month, you know. And as long as you have your subscription, you're able to keep those games and hold on to them. I think with Xbox Live, it's that uh, it doesn't matter if you lose your subscription; you still get to keep those games. Nintendo doing it completely weird way, uh, as you said, a very Nintendo way. Um, you're, you're only able to hold. Excuse me. You're only be able to play those games for free that month. So say in um, October, you'll get Super Mario World. You'll only be able to hold on to that and play it for free in the month of October. Once November rolls around, you'll have to pay and buy it. Uh, excuse me, buy and be able to, you'll have to buy it in order to continue playing it. So uh, it, it's, it's just a demo like, or a rental. That's all it really is, uh, or a full trial, whatever you want to call it. I think that's also a really bizarre thing to do just because uh, you've got all these other competitors that are doing some amazing things with their services, giving them people reasons to continue being subscribers. It seems like all Nintendo's really charging here is for online multiplayer because for people who don't want uh, want to um, subscribe to it, you'll still have access to the eShop. You'll still be able to you know, mess around, register and manage your friends on their service, hopefully without friend codes. Uh, and share screenshots and have access to the parent to controls, which I don't know why that'd be something you charge anyway, just because that seems like a normal thing. Although the the video they put out with Bowser and, and kid ba- and, and and the kid that was pretty adorable. Um, I don't know about you guys, but unless Nintendo is charging like three or four dollars a month for this service or something really inexp- like a really cheap price, the fact that they're offloading basic things like online lobby making and uh, voice chat and all this other stuff, and basically only letting you 
uh, only charging you really for online multiplayer and some you know discounts. I hope this thing's really cheap, like twenty, thirty bucks. What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, it has to. It has to be at the very most five bucks a month. If it's if it's any more than that, this thing is. PlayStation Plus is it's, it's is five bucks. Like, PlayStation Plus is five bucks. Yeah, a month, exactly. Yeah, so. so if it's any more than that, this thing deserves to I fucking really, burn. <laughs> yeah, I really hope that they don't pull a Nintendo. Yeah. Huh. What do you mean? I wonder what the odds of that are. Yeah, I mean, I have. Well, I yeah, mean, sorry. look, we're already at eighty dollars controllers and a ninety dollars dock. So, I mean, what's what's to stop them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I want to be as optimistic as I possibly can because, like I said, I loved my I love my Wii U. I thought I had some fun with my Wii at points, but it's it's like it's kind of hard to justify this kind of stuff because people are already having a difficult time justifying the fact that place that Sony increased the price of PlayStation plus. I mean, you can still get the subscription stuff for like 40, 50 bucks anyway. So it doesn't even feel like they, they raise the prices cause you can still get it for pretty cheap or what they originally were on sale. Um, but the fact that they're doing that and there's so many questions surrounding this service that Nintendo will have to figure out before autumn. And it seems like that's clearly why they're making it free for a while because they clearly still don't know what they're going to do with it and how much hey, they're going to charge. You know what uh, thing recently uh, that had everything for free until they had to figure things out many months down the line? What? Street Fighter Five. That's... Well, it's, it's true. <laughs> It's it's this thing, yeah. Well, the fact is, is that the uh, you already know about all this stuff, though. Is that they wanted to launch because they wanted to get ahead of the fighting tournaments and they get that yeah. I know that's all a whole different thing, but it yeah. definitely has shades of that. I don't want to get too down that road. And, Nintendo, and this, this, this yeah. is this is what it sounds like to me when like I'm at the other, uh, you know, when they're communicating this to me, I'm like, oh, this kind of reminds me of something. Yeah, hmm. and I mean, it's, it's Street Fighter content. You know, you can get that stuff for free if you fight enough. <laughs> if you want to grind for your characters and all that garbage. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's a lot of questions here. I think a lot of the decisions. I think that even the biggest Nintendo fans seem to be like, like questioning this kind of stuff. It's kind of difficult to justify uh, some of these things. And I don't think anyone's a big fan of like the separate app. I mean, people I'm sure are going to fight over it a little bit. Um, but that's that's kind of tough because um, you you're saying like there's yeah it's it's a shitty thing that PlayStation puts out a bunch of different apps like for messaging and just for basic functionality and stuff like that. But that's that's like an optional thing. You could totally do all that stuff inside of the PlayStation PlayStation itself, and they even have like communities and stuff like that that they haven't really talked about either. So that they're they're putting a lot of things in that. I think that it sounds misguided. Uh, it sounds like it's a very kind of at this point it's archaic in a way i mean it's not something another console has done necessarily but it just doesn't seem like it, it's, there's it's a reason the right people thing. don't do it that's, yeah. the, that's the whole thing it's really right difficult and i don't think anyone's uh very happy about it i mean some people will say like you know well we'll just have to figure it out ourselves and you know get used to it but uh you know i think if we put enough enough stink about it <laughs> like we are doing right now uh, i think nintendo will have to completely I, I really i really hope that like they start reconsidering some of the things that they've very fast that they've they've like kind of told us you know because it's one of those things it's like if you if you let this dwell for too long uh guess what this this device like there's a reason why wii u didn't really take off and part of that reason was structure was hot garbage for it yeah friend codes and garbage like that it seems like they're distancing themselves away from a lot of that stuff which is great like the new nintendo service seems way better and i do like the idea of like 
even if it doesn't have like uh, achievements and stuff like that, I wonder if there's still going to be a way for you to like register your stuff so that you can get like you know rewards to get you know special. Does anyone remember We Speak? That's the same as like that microphone. Like, do I have to put my 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 phone on on speaker and have a voice chat that way? I mean, I'm being a little bit facetious (laughs) because you you can get basics at it earbuds that have a microphone on the cable and that's fine yeah but I'm, I'm just thinking like 10 years ago we speak came out as their solution for voice chat and now it's this and it's kind of like same oh, song second yeah. verse oh my gosh. that was the we i totally forgot about that until you <laughs> that was a good call <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was that was man really... that, was, that thing was awful <laughs> it was used in like four games like animal crossing the wii version of black ops and like one other thing or something like that <laughs> no. Yeah, Mario Party or something like that. Maybe actually, I think that had, that had microphones. I think that was the Wii version, but still, that was that was ridiculous. Um, I was just thinking, this just sounds like you know, try number two. It's like oh, okay. yeah, and it's 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 like the thing. I know Josh was saying like you know you could use like Discord or something like that, but I, I just I just feel like you know it's 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 easy to give. It's hard to give Nintendo a pass at this kind of stuff because yeah, it's like course. it's stuff that you know I personally like the idea of being able to control a lot of my stuff inside the console i don't want to have to like think about turning to my computer or doing this other stuff it, it just seems really bizarre and especially if you want to do voice chat in the game with mm-hmm. other people like in overwatch like i'm not always with the party but i still want to talk to the people yeah. am i gonna to have to do that through a, a separate app like a voip like you know it, it's 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 just so weird and it's relying on your phone uh the quality of your phone's connection you know the quality of um the the voip the program itself but also um it's like juggling all these different things. It's just, it's just so weird. I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's hard to justify that stuff. Well, but... Yeah, it's, okay. it's like it's just personally on my end. You know, like the, a lot of this like won't really apply to me, but I can see why it fucking matters for it's, sure. It's like it's it's stuff that you take for granted, and it's like it's mm-hmm. the stuff that's like you expect it to be there. It's a given. I yep. will say though that one thing that Nintendo. Oh, let me finish off by just saying that they did say that the app itself there's going to be a limited version of this app, which I don't know what really what that means. Uh, out for free, and that's what they kind of. That's where it gets kind of gets me. It's like a, a yeah, that, that's weird. If you have to, if you have pay to for pay it? for, if you have to pay for this app to like do basic functions with the online. Does that, of it. yeah. it's, that's gonna be bad does it mean like you know like the app itself it's like it's gonna lock you out unless you have a subscription or something like that i don't know it, it's Maybe like you need yeah. to constantly feed it like those um what, what do you get from the the coins at the my nintendo id thing I like the, i forgot the coin service that they have for that and i just give it like a like a little arcade game it's like you have to constantly feed it coins for like to unlock keep the features unlocked Oh, that sounds shitty as hell. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's like a limited version of the app will be out this this summer. Uh, maybe it just means that it's kind of half baked and they'll add more features later or something yeah. like that. But I don't know. That seems really weird. And then uh, uh, the rest, the uh, I guess it's like it'll kind of expand this fall. That's kind of what all it all seems like is that uh, Nintendo seems to be like six months early on a lot of this stuff, which we'll get into right now. Uh, I, well, let me see. I want to I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting anything before we get into this stuff. Um, no, not really. So that's kind of what it was all into. But let's talk about the things that uh, we are most excited about. Um, and this is what's going to ju- hopefully justify everything we just talked about. And that's the games themselves. Now, uh, Nintendo ran through a, a good number of games uh, during their conference for a conference that only lasted about maybe 50 minutes or something, not even that. 
um, they did go through a lot of games. Uh, some real exciting reveals that no, I don't think anyone really knew was going to be there. A lot of them. <laughs> so uh, let's get into, first off, uh, the launch lineup. And so I've actually got a handy little chart here that we can look at right now. Now, this only applies to America's launch lineup. We'll get into a little bit about the Japanese as well. But a lot of the stuff is kind of just applicable to Europe. Just the dates are going to be slightly different. Um, so for launch day... The games that we're gonna you're gonna be expecting when you pick up your console on March third uh, and find if you want to pre-order that. First off, it's um, of course Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which we kind of knew. They did announce that that's gonna be launch date for both the Wii U and the Switch versions. Uh, it is gonna be March the third. Uh, they also and we'll talk more about Zelda, but I just want to briefly go through these other games. They also revealed uh, Super Bomberman R, which looks kind of cool. It's got this weird like isometric view to it, uh, not like top down like you're used to but it's kind of like an angle i don't know if you guys saw the gameplay for that um but it's got like it's kind of like pulled down a little bit like closer like almost like third person but slightly up above like a 45 degree angle it's really weird it looks a lot of fun um and it's the return apparently like people like konami had people um used to work on the bomberman games that are still from like hudson that were like you know people that are still there once Hudson closed uh worked on that game so this pedigree there should be exciting then you also got Skylanders, Imaginators. You know, once again, another one of the playful uh, play. What's it called? What's what's the Toys phrase? Toys to Life. Yeah, Toys to Life. Uh, which, after you know, Disney 2.0 shut down and all that stuff, I don't see why that's that's still around. But I guess they're still kind of making money. And then Just Dance, which they announced back at um, uh, E3 last year, which was one of the first like, Nintendo Switch games. Uh, I know. Um, Alex from Nintendo Insider was with us at the time, and he got super excited when that got announced. He just jumped out of his seat, like, "What? The Switch?" <laughs> that was that was such a that was like breaking news at that point. Um, so that's that's like the big games. But coming back and, the, to, and one two Switch. Well, oh yeah, I'm sorry, one two Switch, um, which is like a mini game collection, which I mentioned before is supposed to be a little bit bigger, but uh, it's going to be fifty bucks, which is a hard sell, even after seeing some of that stuff. They actually had um. During the Japanese uh, um, Nintendo event that they had earlier, uh, Arno from Game Center CX was there, <laughs> and he actually played a bunch of those games. And it, he did make it seem a lot more enjoyable and entertaining than I expected it to be. Um, but that's just his own charisma at work there. You know, he, he makes anything seem pretty exciting, even if he's having a terrible time inside of his head. Uh, so that that was also shown off, but yeah. Um, but I do want to kind of focus this attention here uh, on Zelda because um, a couple of things that they showed, um, we already kind of talked about some of the other stuff. I, uh, I will mention briefly that we were talking about the Wii U and Switch versions. They did kind of clarify that it's going to run, the game itself will run at 720p on the Wii U and 1080p on the Switch. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, that's... Actually... No, they, they did. Uh, it's that there was... Polygon got it wrong, apparently. It's like the, there was no, all these... Uh... There was an article today from Digital Foundry, actually. They oh. did an analysis on it, and they did confirm that, yes, the, the docked version of the Switch version is 720p, but the... Or no, not the docked, but the undocked is 720p, but the docked version is 900p in 30 frames per second. Oh, and so the even... original IGN article that said 1080p, like, Aonuma actually, like, not anywhere in the article did he even say that, so that was just IGN's bad reporting. That's so weird. I know Poly. I guess Polygon got it right then the first time because they're the ones that reported that it was going to be like that. So yeah, okay. So 980p yeah. on the on the Switch, uh, 900p, excuse me. Um, but you know, it still looks 
freaking great. Uh, what'd you guys think of the trailer? It's uh, I watched it a few times. And the trailer is really good. It's um, so I good. Feel... Yeah, Fucking great. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. It's one, of the, it's one of the strongest Nintendo trailers I've seen in a while for, yeah, for their game. And I feel like the, the, the fact that they're finally going with like actual voice acting and yeah. you know, really trying to push the narrative in, in a more modern presentation is really going to help that game. Absolutely. Well, for like two and a half years, we haven't seen anything other than uh, Link and the one old man. So we <laughs> slow, slowly but surely we've been... There are towns, there are cities, there are characters, and then this is kind of like the big blowout where you see the Deku tree, Zelda, the, the old man who is highly likely to be the king, uh, a Rito, and Azora, and a Goron, and it's just like finally this just is the a overall game. designs yeah. for all those characters are amazing, especially yeah. Zelda's outfit this time around, just uh, just beautiful. Yeah, just it's absolutely it, gorgeous. And just to clarify, yeah, Brian talking about the story, of course, not necessarily gameplay, but yeah, it's it's people compared it to like a Studio Ghibli look, and that's that's toy toy what I get the feel for, and you can really tell the. Um, the power of some of those performances are going to be, and it just seems like such a fun ride, you know, just uh, how great Zelda, excuse me, how great Nintendo is with its art design and direction, um, being able to, like, tell that kind of story. And Zelda, more, way more times than not, has really nailed it in terms of, of its gameplay. And so also, you know, just seeing what they're going to be able to accomplish with that uh, is, is something very exciting to see. Uh, personally, I, I was kind of slightly off uh, on it uh, just because it felt like Zelda was maybe it's just the Japanese performance, but it felt like she was a little much too like damsel in distress uh, with all due respect. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful that that's just like a character arc and she'll become stronger over the course of that story. Cause there are hints of that in that trailer too, uh, that she's kind of being, uh, you know, trying to take on a lot of, responsibilities it feels like in that in that trailer and she becomes stronger over the course of that story that's what i'm hopeful about because it just seems like zelda's been such a strong character in the past maybe not so much in twilight princess because <laughs> she seemed to like she got locked away i think at one point and she was barely there but uh wind waker she was pretty good in that and then in you know ocarina of time with Sheik, uh that was pretty damn cool so i'm kind of hoping for that but everything about that even with zelda and all that stuff uh it just it's it's like all everything that you'd want a uh, uh, new Zelda to be. I feel like they're taking the appropriate number of risks. Like it's it's not something off of out of left field. They're like, is this still Zelda? It's still Zelda. I don't oh. I don't think anyone's yeah. doubting that. But they're adding voice acting. It's obviously got a more open structure. It's a it's, it's a very natural think, evolution of the Zelda right. formula, you know. Uh, Way more uh, RPG, which is great for us. <laughs> yeah, uh, and just basically finally like having a modern framework for all those great great uh themes and oh, systems yeah. that are inherent to zelda and finally just you know this is a zelda for the modern era this is uh, definitely even though it's like i, I know it, like a, very much an open world now more so than any of the other past iterations it's just kind of combining everything they've learned in the zelda and the zelda franchise all into one yeah and i think they were talking about that um the person the composer uh for mm-hmm. breath of the wild is the same person who did the music for animal crossing uh Manaka Karaoka. Uh, so they got someone great to get the music to really set that mood in this story. Because, I mean, the music in that trailer was fucking great. <laughs> it was really oh, damn yeah. good. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to lie. Like, that's part of the reason why I'm still kind of holding on to this Switch pre order. Even though I know by all accounts it's a bad <laughs> idea. Because you look, you look at that launch day lineup, there's only five fucking games, and there's like only Zelda that's really standing out out of any of those. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, like, it boggles my mind. Like, 
uh, the one the one two switch game isn't like kind of pack in much like Nintendo Land or Resource. I understand that like it's it's kind of more in depth in a sense, but it's still a mini game collection that's uh, meant to showcase like the potential use uh, of like these controllers and this whole um, new framework of like having a docked and undocked uh, you know experience with that game. Because uh, yeah. one two switch that's uh, clarify is like kind of like a mini game collection that doesn't rely on the screen too much. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that they showed off is like a, a Western duel. Uh, where you have to like look into the eyes of your opponents, and then like you have to flip out those controllers right, right when it says go, and then whoever like does did it first, like it wins that duel. It's and it's, it's basically um, the PS4 is the sports party pack or something like that. It was called where like Johan Sebastian's Joust uh, used basically let you play games without having a screen. So that's what it reminded me of um, for that type of gameplay. Yeah, I just, it's, just, it's just weird that that's not a packed-in thing for the uh, Switch. Yeah, that's that's what I was mentioning before. Like, Reggie um, in, had an interview where he was yeah, just saying about stuff like, you know, it's it's like a more significant thing uh, than Wii Sports would be. Uh, so they, that's why it wasn't a bundle. In. But you get the feeling like, you know, retailers are going to pretty much bundle in that game anyway. Or I hope like, so. Yeah, it um, seems like a given. Or at least uh, uh, down the line. There, there, are, there are ideas. Like, I can see why this 1-2 Switch is like, that's definitely why that thing is made like i can see like some really great ideas that i hope you know kind of finds its way into other uh games down the line as like games start to evolve in some way shape or form on the switch trying to make use of this like uh not necessarily having the screen be uh, a focal point of the gameplay experience you know i i I'd look at that little like munching on the fucking subs or like milking the cows. It's like these, these are like Milk. dumb things. <laughs> but uh, but when you think about like hey, this oh, can like apply to other like uh, like other mini games of that sort of caliber into uh, like other sort of franchises, like you can see potential of like where this, this thing can go. It's not necessarily just like uh, basic activities. You can, you can definitely expand upon them for like more interesting puzzles in games. I mean, it, in perspective, the one to switch that game is made from the WarioWare people, and so I'm, I'm yeah. just I'm just thinking of like you know it's like you know they'll probably show some of this stuff. They might be adding more later, just because you know maybe they'll have like content updates and whatnot to kind of more pack that stuff in. I mean, to be fair, you know WarioWare big part of it was the of the charm was the look of it and the design and the, and the graphics and all that stuff so yeah, big, part, to... big part of it was wario was in there i mean yeah. this was this had, had wario in it i'd be i'd be a little bit more okay it's kind of like but... the rhythm had them rhythm heaven looking people in there too which was kind of cool uh but yeah it, it's it, it makes me kind of questioning it but then um you know alex was talking about this before and i was as well about you know the perspective that at launch, PS4 and Xbox One, their launch titles weren't that great. Uh, I mean, I loved Kill, uh, excuse me, Killzone Shadowfall. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of like Blade Runner, and I thought that was awesome. But like, there was really nothing else other than ports, and so I wasn't really. I remember there was a period of time that I didn't really have anything on my PlayStation that I wanted to play. I was still playing either on PC or my PS3, and so like I was kind of bummed out about that. And then slowly but surely, it really justified it to myself. But so let's switch. Into the other games that are coming out later this year. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! Wow. No, I was waiting to use that. I was waiting to use that. Um, uh, <laughs> so there's there's other games. <laughs> there's other there's other games that were revealed on not only in that um, the conference itself with the sizzle reel and other things, but also um, was kind of announced after the fact. And so let's get into the other RPGs. I mean, before we move on, though, is there anything else you guys want to briefly talk about after that awesome segue I just did? Let's, let's talk about how in the presentation they kept using those types of segues, and I was just 
<laughs> he got so into it. It's such, it's such a Nintendo thing to do. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, what else are you going to do? I mean, he had no. he, he, this controllers. He was looking up in the cosmos and like the stars were out. It was, <laughs> it was such a weird thing happening. Uh, and he like was playing around with the controllers that had like the wrist straps. And he's like, like on both wrists. It was such a weird Oh, before we go move on, we should mention uh, briefly mention like the other editions for the Sky, not Skyward Sword, um, Breath of the Wild, uh, like the Master Edition and the. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they 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 announced a couple of different editions that apparently the way Reggie was putting is that uh, once those things are gone, they're gone. So they're very limited editions. Like well, the, the Master Edition, I should they're say. Like <laughs> at the moment of this recording, they're like gone. Yeah, they're gone. It's worth uh, I would say, though, I mean, you know, of course, people, there's going to be people who are going to cancel their pre-orders before the yeah. thing's out. So, you know, keep a close eye either either way. But yeah, that thing has a lot of stuff in it. I don't have the picture up. Do you happen to have what it looks like, the Master Edition? Um, I know there's a sword statue in oh, it. Okay, wait. I... Yeah, the they had the sword statue. That thing looked. They put it next to like an amiibo, like the the one with uh, Link on his on the horse from Breath of the Wild. That amiibo, it is way bigger. <laughs> it's it's like two like almost. Like, it felt like it was like 18 inches tall or something like that. It was a massive okay. master sword. I, I had the master edition up, so let me run down this. It has, of course, the base game. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a fancy looking box. It has the relic of Hyrule, calamity. Uh, Gammon tapestry and weather worn map, so it's like a cloth map. Um, yeah. They have a carrying case the, um, and a twenty-four song soundtrack CD and a coin. Sweet, I do like that carrying case. That's basically all I want. I mean, the box looks pretty awesome too, and, and the map. But like, I, all I want is that carrying case because yeah. it's got yeah. the cool design of the, of the eye. It looks the really only cool. the only thing Ishika. like there's a, there's another special edition with it, and uh, the only difference with that is it doesn't have the statue. So the master edition has the sword statue. Oh, everything else it's got the case. It's not the case. I didn't know the special edition. So yeah, it's a special edition and the master edition. The master edition costs like. What's one hundred and thirty dollars, something like that. Um, yeah, and I, think, I think the special edition is just a hundred. Yeah, so if you really want that case, they're not going to sell that thing separately. I, I, I don't care for coins. <laughs> it seems like there's this weird thing, like they have collectible coins. Like I'd lose that thing. People talking about losing the game cards. I lose that coin immediately, and so I'm not really concerned about that. I just want that sweet ass carrying case. Yeah, um, and there was also some figures that were also shown off, and and that's by. Um, first four figures and they're great at what they do and so that that should be really nice to have but um yeah the, the multiple edition of, of zelda and zelda's of course already up for pre-order uh like on amazon and best buy and gamestop the switch keeps going in and out of stock yeah uh so, uh, so they have to have a, an amazon pre-order of the switch and zelda and i'm like thinking yeah, i don't know if i can keep yeah. it yeah, yeah. So i'm just like mm, man because I mean, you can take Zelda wherever you go. I mean, that's that seems pretty appealing. I'm not. I'm not going to take it anywhere, though. It's just going <laughs> to be stopped. Me, me either. That's <laughs> the Wii U. Like even then, like I took the Wii U one time to some other place, and I was like, "This is a bad mistake." It just took a <laughs> took a took a broom, and yeah, I would not be too into it. I mean, you're I, not going to take I, your Switch into like a club. No, I mean, I'm someone's I, rooftop. <laughs> I would more more inclined to take my Switch other places just because it act like a tablet, uh, so I'm not really too concerned about it. But it doesn't. The Switch does not have a web browser, um, so that's kind of weird. But if you think about it, it was weird at first, but then when you think about it, uh, the PS4, the Wii U, the Wii, all these consoles were blown wide open because of web exploits. <laughs> so uh, like the hacking scene came upon it, and so even like the Vita, yeah, all those things. It's due to the web exploits that those yeah. are hacked to hell now. Um, there's actually like, you know, the Wii U 
that, that thing's long gone as, as far as security is concerned. And so it makes sense that that doesn't have a web browser. And, like, no one, other than the fact that you can use it as a tablet in, in some cases, like, I have no reason to really think about using a web browser for a console. So that that seemed like uh, a no-brainer. I just wonder if there's going to be any like digital manuals and whatnot, like how that's going to open when you want to look at that stuff. Especially, yeah, with- I guess it's important to mention like uh, when you when you look at the 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 box the boxes of uh, Switch games, it's very much like PSP uh, in terms of like it's a lot thinner, a, a bit taller. It's a cart, uh, so it makes sense, right? Yeah. So so that, that's uh, just what the shape. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the how big it is but just like the form factor of it reminds me of psp uh physical games i'm okay uh with it only because and it's actually better than the psp it brings back and someone made a comment so i'm actually stealing this uh, this this comment from them but it's that it brings back the fact of the minimal uh logo from like the playstation one and the dreamcast era and that is all it is is just a company like the the console logo like a, a square on there and like a square for the esrb and that's it it leaves a lot of the art there to be enjoyed and i think that's pretty awesome uh it really because that's i think that's like the biggest concern and even mm-hmm. then like reversible covers and stuff like that that doesn't seem to always fix the issue so um it does look pretty thin but then again yeah it's it's all it is is just a, a single cartridge that looks about the size of like an sd card so uh, maybe a little bit longer as you were saying so that might be the case but let's get on to um, the other games that they revealed. Uh, so just in the order of the way we put these things, that's just how we'll approach it. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was announced, uh, which is yeah. weird because I think everyone thought that was going to be what Xenoblade Chronicles Cross was until, or X, I guess. That's what that was going to be. And then they just straight up announced a sequel. Uh, so what would you guys think about that trailer? That seemed kind of way more anime I think it, yeah well and that not only that it just kind of came out of nowhere oh yeah because, no again hint. all the rumors which again what about the mario rabbits many, game way too many rumors this time yeah. around for nintendo but a lot of the rumors were like oh yeah it's just gonna be like a port of xenoblade chronicles x and blah 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 so like when the trailer started i was like oh yeah this is nothing this is just support and you know then they started showing new stuff and i was like oh okay. wow hmm. like what is maybe going it's on? not <laughs> monoliths i mean what? i it's cool like my like i really like the folks at monolith soft i enjoy their games but you know it's cool that uh xenoblade 2 is a thing i kind of wish they they were able to move on like go like move on like do something completely new yeah. I, I i really like xenoblade a lot xenoblade the first game and uh x i just wish they were able to like kind of separate no, themselves from them because it feels like like that's all they've been doing for like what seven oh my god yeah it's been a while it's been almost a decade i mean so, to be fair yeah. like what would they move on because all they've done for the longest ass time is sci-fi rpgs and so like is there well, anything I mean, else a, com- a completely new thing like, yeah to new genre it, new I mean, period they can still make a, sci-fi a new bait and kaitos Oh, that's true. They totally well, yeah, did that. that I forgot about that. Yeah. They could make something like completely, like you know, not attached to like the Xenoblade. Whatever. I think it'd be great if they got out of their comfort zone. If like if Monolith Soft just made not a sci-fi RPG, something like maybe a Western RPG or something for a medieval RPG, anything like just. I don't I, know about I, that. I don't want them to go back to that. Maybe like cyberpunk or steampunk or something it, like that. It does. It, like I don't. I don't really care about like the what time period. I just yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> on something completely. 
but uh, as for the trailer itself, I mean, it looks all right. It is definitely more anime influence, especially on uh, the faces. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Crystal Bearers uh, in terms of like art design. <laughs> well, that's a, that's an interesting take on that. I can I can kind of see it. I will mention though, it's that it just seems like everyone. I mean, well, everyone looked okay. Uh, in the face department, except for the main character, that guy looked like ass. <laughs> it just he looked, uh, it looked bad. It's like he someone wrote the art. Generic, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Someone wrote the <laughs> artist, that art designer that they keep using. I, I just don't, I can't get into that stuff. It seems it's such a weird look. There's still a pretty like you know early uh, look at that game. Like when you think about the the first reveals, you know Blade X that looked really it's out rough. This year though, <laughs> that's the, that's right? the year, supposedly, but they're still fucking like. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It is 2017. Uh, uh, they, say that, they, say, they say it's 2017, but it's very much a tentative release date. I would hold your breath on it actually hitting 2017 in any territory. Are you are you going to talk about uh, the thing that we both uh, yeah. figured out today? <laughs> so like the, there's a red haired girl uh, in that trailer, you know, saying, "Oh." Like I want to protect this world. The, I the love youth. you. I can't. I can't live without yeah, you. And, and like people like that, uh, that were talking about that. I look over that trailer again. I'm like, because the the trailer ends with a shot of the supposedly the new Monado. I'm yeah. not sure. What. That was totally. Yeah, it was the sword because they showed it other times in that trailer. He was like attacking with it too. Yeah, and you know the Monado is a very much a special weapon in that verse. So you look at it, and you see that like the little shining green like glow and the Zohar on it, and you see like the little like the the, the form factor. It is like very you know an ironic use of this term edgy, and then you look at that girl, and it's like oh shit, she has those same features too. So like you, if you connect the dots, like oh shit, this red haired girl is the fucking Monado. So. You, you, your, your fucking weapon is like is a full fledged. Oh, anime. No. oh, not only that, I found this out after looking over that trailer again. The blonde haired girl also has the same symbol on her chest. Oh, <laughs> so shit. it's straight up. You got multiple girls with like probably gonna take up like different weapons that you're gonna be able to use. Maybe not I, just the Monado, but maybe different colors. <laughs> I was kidding about that with my friend too. It's like, oh, so their their main gimmick in this one is like there's gonna be multiple anime girls, and like they're all gonna be turning different weapons. It's, and if you, yeah. you know, people are gonna uh, start making comparisons, like you know, to um, Skyward Sword, um, Noragami anime, Soul Eater, et cetera, et cetera. Noragami, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. This thing done to death, like a lot of times. There's, it's so weird. Just you take, like you look at it, it's like, oh, huh. Well, oh, well, yeah, that's the, the the one thing that I would like to say about this is like it's very the the color in it, the color palette is very much more vibrant than Xenoblade and Xenoblade yeah, X. Yeah. It, it pops a lot more out at you, and that's that's real good because bo- both the previous Xenoblade games had to have a washed out color, color palette, like an like more lush green areas. While this one, the color is definitely more. There's a lot more contrast to that. Pops out a lot, a lot more. I'm, I'm interested to see because you know they only showed a few things about this to, just to announce the game. Uh, we don't really know exactly the systems yet. Your party no, members and what. No. No, not um, even if it's turn-based or whatever, you know. It could yeah. be straight-up action, for all we know. I think it's cool that, like, you know, Xenoblade 2 is a thing. That, that's still working out for them. There's still a lot of fan support, a lot of loyal support. Uh, it's definitely one of the standout, one of the few standout JRPGs that uh, are still exclusive to Nintendo platforms. Yeah, I mean, they own the company, so that makes sense. Uh, yeah. But it, I just hope that, yeah, as you, as you guys were talking about, that they kind of, after this, start to move away from that. Because you'd hate to see them, like, stuck within that world for too long. Even if it does look interesting. I mean, I will admit, I think X looked kind of more impressive than the Xenoblade 2, Chronic, uh, 2, 2 trailer, but it's so freaking early. It's it's a good, that kind of speculation, you know. We'll, we'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the other things that we've got. Uh, they also 
announced a new Shin Megami Tensei HD project. They weren't. I did. I, I will admit, I made a mistake of tweeting out saying it was it was five, but they all they said it was, it was like a new series entry. Is all they said. Um, yeah. So it's not explicitly five, but yeah, new Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, they the way they showed it was, you know, we were kind of getting a good idea, and then they showed uh, Atlas on like a cement pillar or whatever inside of like a garage i don't know what it was and then they it's pan like, uh, to uh, yeah they pan to uh jack frost uh like the in the, in the dark you know and you can kind of see his is is you know his head and everything like that and they panned up and they showed all the other different demons um quick what's what's the most infamous uh or controversial demon in <laughs> shimagami tensei that uh <laughs> They, uh, they had the Mara, like, right yeah. there. <laughs> He's right in the back. You can kind of see him. He took up a big chunk of the area. And you're like, oh, why is he in this? this yeah, uh, Mara's great. Mara continues to be a People who don't know, it's it's the penis in the carriage is basically what he is. <laughs> so that's, or like the head of, of, of the penis head. Um, so they showed that, and then they panned to the, you know, it was going to be the main character. I got like a kind of a strange journey kind not, of vibe Not, not really the main character, because the, the one that he panned to is actually Odin's uh, redesign in uh, S&T 4 Apocalypse. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, but With this the, was a really interesting pinned, trailer. I would admit, like, they, mm-hmm. he looked to the camera and then a puff of like red flower pellets, like rose pellets, like burst out yeah. of it. <laughs> it's such a good job. It's, 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 it's very much, you know, Atlas wanted to like, come out and uh say that we're working on something for the switch on hd project yeah. and that's so there's like no like this trailer has like no indication of what the actual game will be it'll, it'll have oh, demons that's about it's it a teaser. and, and, and it'll, it'll take place probably in tokyo because if it's a mainline smt game because that's a, that's where they usually take place you know like like where they if you if you're thinking about the trailer itself it's probably on a some sky, skyscraper in tokyo at like some uh building but the the, the really cool thing about it is like the weird homage to nocturne because all the demon demons glowing eyes in the dark is very much uh, taken straight out of nocturne when you oh, think about yeah, like the, 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 screen. the art the key, the key mm-hmm. visual for nocturne was kind of like that that looked yeah like... yeah so it's very much uh going back to that sort of era of that trailer it's 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 cool to see because uh like about a week ago or so that they opened up a new uh mega shin megami tensei 25th anniversary uh website and they have a new logo uh, you know celebrating that hey we're gonna have all these projects for uh shin megami tensei this year so this was the very first one that they showed off and it looks really cool it's just oddly enough after this came out they did how we knew it to be a label uh as an hd project is because at that site they they had that up and it labeled HD project and they also had another one to the left of it. It's called 3DS project. So also along with this, they announced the new uh, Shin Megami Tensei uh, 3DS project in the works as well. So that's it's it's really exciting to see that like uh, them revisiting not necessarily revisiting but uh, like having so much strong support for just not only Persona but also their their baseline Shin Megami Tensei series. It's it's also cool. It's just lovely to see, especially after the uh, the, the stellar entry in Apocalypse. Just uh, you think that? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go mm-hmm. ahead. You know One way more about I this. I actually but... wanted to note. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, is like if you go to the website, um, it does say HD project instead of Switch project, and if you watch the video, it doesn't list the platform. So, mm-hmm. the current speculation is that it's probably going to be on more than just the Switch. That's I I, I would bet uh, on that as well. They like money. So I'm sure. I mean, yeah. the, the, the thing, the comparison I immediately drew when I saw that was just like, 
Reminds me of Dragon Quest Eleven. So is it gonna be like on the PS on the on the Switch and PS4 and all that? It's gonna be like high res everything, and then on the 3DS it's gonna be like the same game, but like well, an old 3D I models. I think it'd be actually kind of <laughs> interesting and hilarious yeah. if the 3DS project was like the real five. Yeah, that would <laughs> once then, again. And then they did, you know, like some sort of spin-off or sub-game uh, for the HD project or whatever. Even if, even if it is a multi-platform, though, I think that's still a, a semi-win for Nintendo. Oh, totally. Okay, so stick with me. Okay, so the, the 3DS project is the actual 5, and this HD project is just an HD version of 4 and Apocalypse content. That's what you said. <laughs> oh, like a reverse, like totally inverted? Oh. Like, the minute that they showed that Odin, I was like... Hmm. Uh, but you know, who's, who knows? At least they're putting those Persona Five assets to work because those models. Yeah, those de- uh, I mean, uh, they'll have new demon models to use for yep. like what? They're ten plus years. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, the the, Kone- the Koneko art style seems to be timeless for them. It, it definitely defines that series. And it does yeah. leave some hope that with Dragon Quest Eleven and now with the Shimigami Tensei new project, it does still feel like the 2DS has got some legs left. Uh, even Ranji came out and said, "Oh, we've got plans," and I think even like hinted at Metroid and other stuff. So we'll we'll find out. But it's it's this weird thing that uh, I'm glad at least the 3DS has got at least some life left in it, uh, even if the Wii U is gone and dead because they stopped manufacturing. So that's long gone. But like Brian was saying, I agree. I think it's a it's a good win for Nintendo, especially if it's like we're talking about Switch and 3DS. Like you know, it's going to come to Nintendo platforms. Like. At, least, at the very little, at the very minimum. So that's I think that's big for them, and uh, you know I'm sure you guys are excited to you know pick that up, and that gives you another reason to buy a Switch if you're a Persona or Shimigami Tensei fan. So it's also cool to note that there's uh, running on Unreal Engine 4 as well. Japanese developers have definitely right. started to embrace uh, that iteration of Unreal, Unreal I Engine. I thought that was actually kind of interesting after like yeah. their whole custom engine. They yeah. That huh. I guess that means that. Well, I, John already kind of made it clear that Persona 5 is not coming to the Switch anyway. So that's, he's like, not Switch, not yeah. PC. Uh, yeah. So, I, his, uh, like, his the fact that he has to keep telling people, he's probably so frustrated. Uh, that's, you know, that's the life of a PR person, I'm sure, uh, at that point. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's big news. Um, that trailer was only like a minute long, so we, as, yeah. as you yeah, said, Yeah, which makes me think that it's super early, so yeah. like, I'll see you guys and Atlas is really in full, like, they're really going for it, right? After Persona 5, they've really started, like, hitting the ground running once again because they also have Project ReFantasy, you know, going on for that. Which uh, is another studio. game that they're like, yeah, let's, uh, let's put up, like, a hiring campaign. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's the, 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 like, I won't get too much into that, but, like, it's just, like, the, everything that was revealed for is, like, for a fancy recruitment uh, campaign. Yeah, they don't even have a platform. For it listed, which yeah, it's it's super early. But yeah, that that yeah. reveal was a letdown. The Nico stream was a letdown in many respects. <laughs> it didn't tell I, anything. I just think it's so funny that they hyped it up and they're like, okay, well, uh, you know, yeah. please, please uh, put in your application. Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird, like it's like a very roundabout way of like a hiring drive, you know, like a, a job, a job and... mark. Job fair. But I, I, I kind of interested to see if that if that will like you know end up on the switch or not. Who knows? Project Refan. Yeah, I mean, Project Re Fantasy. I mean, I'd, at, the, yeah. at this point, it might not even it, like it'll be a PS5 title. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I I would not expect. I mean, as you said, Aaron, they didn't show platforms. They also didn't give any kind of indication of a date. So that seems like a 2018 thing at this point. But we'll uh, see. Uh, maybe longer than that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, especially with two projects. I mean, it's 25th anniversary, I mean, so you kind of think they're trying to celebrate. 
the 25th anniversary in the year of the 25th anniversary. But well, when you think about it, Shin Megami Tensei is like, was it, when Shin, I, know, I know Persona is in um, September. When is Shin Megami Tensei's birthday? What month is that? Oh, man. Um, I can look that up. I forgot. Quick. I forgot. <laughs> I will look that up because I want to give kind of some credence here. Uh, April... No, that's that's completely wrong, isn't it? I know, like it's like Dragon Quest Eleven trying to get in time for its thirtieth anniversary, and that's in May, and so it's all these companies uh, it's trying. October, actually. October. So October twenty eight. Uh, no, September twenty eighteen. So they're still okay. It's like, well, it's, it's technically. <laughs> well, yeah, the Dragon Quest thing. They're like, well, we're just gonna extend like the anniversary celebration period until May. 2017. <laughs> they should just stop doing this anniversary thing. Period. It's like, hey, there's a new game. Don't try to fucking because <laughs> yeah, the, 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 like... the third anniversary limitation thing for them is not really because they honestly have to like they have to put an anniversary window <laughs> now. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the same thing's probably gonna happen with Final Fantasy, which yeah. is turning 30 this year. Yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer because when you think about it, like. Well, in another case, it's like, you know, it was like for the Mana series, they said that they're going to have a bunch of projects for their anniversary that they were going to announce. Uh, same with Dot .hack, I guess, too. But yeah, it was like the Mana series. Um, last year was their 20, uh, was their, yeah, 25th anniversary. They did announce that like there was like a concert and stuff like that, but they haven't really mentioned any new projects. So I was kind of hoping they would show something for like the Switch at least, because that's like, it seems to me the Mana series, even if it was on like the PlayStation 2 for dawn of mana it's still kind of like a nintendo property uh, and so let's not talk about yeah, that game <laughs> to yeah. but yeah i don't want to get off too much on a tangent here but yeah um hopefully we'll get some more news about that very shortly um next up we've got fire fire emblem warriors which is the next game from omega force it was just kind of crazy because that was like the number one most requested musu game that they wanted i think the it was wanted. third it was uh, yeah, the, the the first one was Token oh, Ranbu, I believe. Was I'm sorry, what was it? Token Ranbu and second was Type Moon. Oh, okay. I thought it was like I thought it was like <laughs> well, I thought it was like a magical isn't, girl. Isn't that like that fate? Uh, fate Stella. Yeah. It's basically that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's they got that. So they moved on to Fire Emblem, but um, all they showed was just you know him grabbing the sword, and that was about it. So yeah, it was like Chrome. So Chrome. it's funny because the, because like the, the 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 brief seconds you see of it, Chrome's fucking hand like clips into the fucking sword. It's like this is good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> or this must be an in-game. It's an in-game cutscene. Okay, that's that's what you know. Oh man. But they, uh, but, they yeah, they did. Uh, you're probably just going to say this, but they they are going to have a direct on yep. January 18th for Fire Emblem Warriors. So we'll get more details at that point. But they, that's all they really showed. So. I am crossing my fingers that it's not only limited to Awakening and Fate's characters. They, uh, they hinted, remember. They seemed pretty. They yeah. seemed to hint that actually that I think Nintendo even kind of leaned said they're going to lean into that. So fuck, oh. man. Yeah. Man, I gotta... Well, here's the hoping. Yeah, so no old. Fire Emblem characters for you. You don't know. Yeah, that seems like a huge missed opportunity. If that's true, it should be just like give a... me Lin or give me Death. Yeah, it should be like a big old <laughs> fan letter for for Fire Emblem fans. I mean, it that's... should be right because you have They're like good. a fucking crazy yeah, Awakening. Pretty much has every character anyway, so I guess we're fine. God. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like that's what. Uh, if you check about like the other ones that Megaforce has done, that's that's kind of what they're known for, right? And so, like, I don't know. It's I don't, I don't know. know. Hopefully it's a good roster. Hopefully it's a fun game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. Yeah. 
I mean, I want, I, I want, I want. It's great, it's want, great that like uh, that Omega Force is working on like the the quote unquote right Nintendo series because it's like I, this is the only I, a Nintendo IP I would want as a Musou game. Yeah, I want Marth and Rory <laughs> just to be showing up somewhere. Uh, I feel Marth, like Marth and Rory locks, but yeah, they have yeah. to be. Yeah. That's, that's how it is. But okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll get some more details about that. Um, but the another thing that was shown during the conference itself, and this is pretty out of nowhere, fucking great. Uh, Project Octopath Traveler. I'm not going to let you do your stupid <laughs> puns here. Uh, so uh, that's a new RPG from Silicon Studio, the makers of the Bravely series, Bravely Default and Bravely Second. So that's like 2D sprites on a 3D background. So it seems like it's kind of reminds me like, you know, when they show the, like those Final Fantasy 14 things, but it reminded me like 3D like dot game heroes a little bit because it's got yeah it's like sprites actual sprites but with a 3d background and everything looks like very vibrant and like no matter what the environment was it was turn-based combat like what you want i just was excited to see silicon studio work on a console game you know even if it's going to be a handheld game as well it just kind of that was like the real first thing that made me think oh yeah they're gonna they merged you know and and having like these handheld games show up on on a on a console format and it just all these other developers what they could create uh by having been in that transition what'd you guys think about that game i really like that narration that trailer because it's english oh, and, uh, yeah. at, that, at the very end of that the guy was all serious <laughs> like project octopath traveler it's like the, what the fuck he went on his way yeah it was very dramatic <laughs> it's, it's a, that's oh, a that's man. a real good project name i guess but it, it looks nice i really like the uh, i really like the lighting effects of that uh like very much a fireplace uh, sort of vibe very like the, the fire the effects like, poof, and like the, all, everything mm-hmm. like the what's it called like the, the lighting that they use like i don't know it's like dynamic dynamic or whatever it is but like yeah it was like having those like modern rendering engines at work on like this old school looking thing was pretty incredible mm-hmm. uh I, I i dig it i dug it yeah it looks pretty fucking great. Uh, any other thoughts about that game before we move on, guys? No? Okay, cool. All right, so we've also... Uh, <laughs> moving on to... Uh, moving, so that's that's kind of what it was for like the, the newly announced um, RPGs and things like that that they were showing off. Now we're getting more into like the ports that they were also shown. Now, um, well, before I get into this next one, I'll mention this, this other game. I Am Satsuna was revealed as well, actually during the conference itself. So that is going to come to the nintendo switch uh sometime in march is what they're saying um but hopefully it's, it'll a, be a, it's a launch title in japan yeah it's launch title in japan yeah, hopefully it it's it's going to be i should i should be clear in america it's slated for sometime in march hopefully it'll be very close to launch if not a launch title in europe it's still just 2017 so sorry to say that's kind of up in the air which is really kind of odd but yeah that's okay. yeah <laughs> that's that's you know and you know no indication that that's going to be a physical release so guys i'm sorry i, I got so many questions so many people release, like if they passed up on a PS4 physical release, they're definitely not going to do it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. And that's what I was thinking, too. They didn't come out and say it, but, like, come on, guys. Like, this is a new console. It's un- untested. So why would they go spend that much money? Especially because... by I am set to the Amiibos, though. That's not oh, happening. I, I want the... <laughs> I don't think they even like they they even teased about like the OSD being sold on the Square Enix store, but they still haven't done anything about that. So because they sold that in Japan, the soundtrack, the whole thing, which was pretty cool, but they never did anything. I even asked her in a stream under the RPG set account. I was like, guys, where is it? And Dan, I was like, I don't know, we'll think about it. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's still like the, that kind of thing is kind of up in the air. But also, 
you know, it just makes me more interested to see what Tokyo RPG Factory has in the works. Because, you know, it only took, like, what, 18 months for I Am Setsuna to be developed and made. It makes me think if they're giving them more time for this next game, just because it seems like, you know, they could have done more with a little bit extra time, uh, even if they're trying to keep it as small as possible in terms of, you know, scope and all that. Um, excited to see what those guys have, but they didn't say anything about that. It's, it's cool that they're venturing to other platforms with that, yeah. uh, you know. Just another uh, way to make money off. Of that. <laughs> I, made, I made the joke that it's coming to a handheld platform, just not the one everyone wanted. Because no. <laughs> it oh. just because it's kind of true. Yeah, it didn't come to the Vita in in the West. I mean, so that's that's at least it's going to be handheld in some fashion. Um, also, kind of out of nowhere, Disgaea Five, a PlayStation Four exclusive, yeah. coming to the Nintendo Switch. Not since Disgaea DS. <laughs> That shitty game. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna come. It, it, it's it's wow, I thought down. you liked that game. Sky <laughs> DS. No, it was missing a bunch of stuff. It was bad. Like, <laughs> the, the, the PSP version. Uh, excuse me. Like the Vita versions were way better. And the PSP version to Sky was also really good. The DS one. Well, it cut content and stuff like that. It was not. It was not great. It was better than you expect it to be. I guess for the for the technology, but. Um, definitely not the preferred release. You go to the PSP if anything, if you want a handheld version. Um, so Disgaea 5 Complete Edition was announced. Nothing really new here. It just has all the DLC that was released for the PlayStation 4. So eight bonus scenarios, four fan-favorite characters. This is straight from the press release, guys. So sorry if it's kind of going to that speak. And three character classes that were originally DLC in the PlayStation 4 release. So um, I think one of the characters was uh, Nisa. Uh, for people, uh, Josh knows who she is. Uh, uh, the oh, superhero yeah, sure. girl That's from right. the yeah that was in um, Hyperdimension of Toonie before Idea Factory took over. Nisa, the superhero girl, uh, she was one of the Disguise Five DLC characters. Um, so that's fucking great. I, I look forward to checking that out and playing Disguise Five. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Rip Disguise Five Vita." It's like, guys, they made it pretty abundantly clear it could not run on the Vita, and it's not going to come there. So, yeah, they. Yeah. They've said that several times. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, one. I'm actually more surprised they haven't ported it to PC yet more than anything. Yeah, but it's... Oh, I mean, they're, still, they're working their way there because Disgaea 2 PC is coming out fairly soon, right? The end of the month, yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah. Disgaea 3 and 4 and 5. So it's going to come here eventually. Uh, excuse me, going to be on the PC eventually. But um, Disgaea 5, I reviewed that game, and I think it's one of the best strategy RPGs in like a decade. Uh, if it's if anything, like it's been for a long time. It's one of the best strategy RPGs. So being able to take that wherever you go, that's one of those things aside from Zelda that really had me excited for the Switch. Um, and it's it's only slated for sometime this spring. Um, it, you know, just the challenge of having something like that on on being able to take it wherever you go. It's I just think that sounds really cool. So I would be more yeah, than up to playing sure. it again. And there's so much content in that game that, you know, like hundreds of hours at least. So Definitely was not expecting that this year no. uh, for the Switch. That yeah. was in that, you pointed that out and actually took it from you from your Twitter account that it was in the sizzle reel. I didn't spot that until later. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's pretty much it. Um, that's a launch title in Japan, I believe, and spring here, right? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. They're okay. even doing like a limited edition here. And... That's right. Right. Yeah, that's like ninety bucks. It's got a lot of stuff in it. I think that like some stuff that's not even been announced yet. So uh, that that's exciting. That's that's exciting right off mm-hmm. the bat um, when they showed that. And also, they announced that um, Dragon Quest Heroes One and Two, uh, both of them, are going to be bundled together and sold as as a single thing for the Nintendo Switch. So we already knew, you know, Giant Quest Heroes, of course, the original already out. Giant Quest Heroes 2, not out until the end of April and, and on PS4. 
Uh, and was, is it still PS3? I forget. Uh, no, uh, on the PS4 here. PS4 here. PC, In Japan, it was also on PS3 and Vita. They haven't yeah. announced the PC version for two, but the first one came out on PC. Yeah. And then this new version, this new port. Uh, they actually have not announced it for the West at all yet. No, it actually, well, okay, it wasn't, but it's actually on Amazon for pre-order, so it's really weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. it's weird, it's but not, Square it's not, themselves yeah. hasn't actually said anything. That's right. So I, I, I kind I, of in this weird place. Like, I feel like they waited too long to release the PS4 version of 2, so now they're like, well, <laughs> how are we going to sell a 1 and 2 for the same price that we're selling 2 for by itself? Exactly. That's 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 really hard sell for them, and it's like a lot of people. I think like if they own a Switch and they have the option of getting the Switch or the PS4, I think a lot of people are going to lean into like that bundle, uh, buying it that way. So that's either way, it's a win for Square Enix if it gets more copies. If the they the have only to thing them. I'm concerned about, uh, I mean, it's, it, if it's a trailer, so it's like it, the, judging things from the trailer is like kind of a kind of a moot point. But yeah. the only thing I'm concerned about is like if I watch that video for this, like the performers on that look like ass on that trailer. Uh... Yeah, it, it looks like they're basing it off of the PS3 version, which yeah. didn't run too hot. Mm. Well, it could just be you know early yeah, stuff, it could be old, or yeah. target renders or whatever you want to call it. But uh, if that's a target render, then that's it can't be. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> shitty target. Render. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, it's it's kind of the same with uh, with uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, which was also announced for the Switch. Right. They released yeah. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't... Oh man, that uh, looked rough. Uh, it looks really. <laughs> Really not so good. Yeah, I guess. So, uh, but who I knows? guess we'll have to see. The, the, and Aaron, yeah, you pointed out it's that it was weird because they kind of made it clear that none of the Dragon Quest games that they talked about at that conference or other afterwards. Yeah, were, they're like and, these are for Japan only, as they you know talk about ten and eleven. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone I know. Was like, everyone got super. Oh, ex- it was weird because like why? I think people like ignored that because like yeah they were so excited. I was like, well, you know, Dragon well, Quest. Well, it's 11. region free, right? So. Yeah, that's that's the thing, but well, not the see, except for the server. Servers for Dragon Quest Ten, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Quest wow. Ten. The servers are are definitely region locked. Yeah. So you have to mm-hmm. set up like a VPN and do all this and that to get on there. Um, but I don't know. I still don't see that game getting localized anytime soon. I don't no, see like the cost of the server oh. upkeep and hiring a bunch of help to to maintain it and all that stuff. Same reason PSL yeah, Two is not going to go like, over anytime it's, soon. It's sad, but the interest reality of, of it in the West is just. Look, we're just gonna pray that like eleven heals all of our wounds. Yeah, it, it, and it wasn't outright confirmed either. But uh, in a recent issue of Edge, I think it was the February issue, uh, when they had an interview with the executive producer of the series, he said that um, he didn't outright confirm it, but he said Dragon Quest builders and Dragon Quest uh, heroes soften the ground for the release of Dragon Quest Eleven in the West. So that's as much of a confirmation as you're gonna get. So that's clearly gonna come over here. Um, I would imagine it's going to be on the Switch. I mean, it's going to be localized on all the platforms, uh, PlayStation 4, Switch, 3DS. So that is insane. We can, we can hope we get the 3DS version. That's the yeah. only one that I'm kind of like... Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and let's you be know. clear here. Like, this kind of weird, the uh, dumb thing to mention, but it should be mentioned that the Switch version of Dragon Quest Eleven is going to be based off that PS4 version, not its handheld version. Obviously. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I think Nintendo is going to make sure that that game is going to get localized. Uh, Dragon Quest, because they helped on 7 and 8 and 6 and 5 and 4. <laughs> they helped on all the, They helped localize all those games. Um, so it makes sense that I think that, if anything, 
Nintendo has a vested interest to keeping the 3DS alive for a little bit longer, especially with Shimigami Tensei and all that stuff. So, I mean, they didn't outright confirm that either at the conference for the 3DS. As you said, it was on a website. Um, but I would I would imagine Nintendo is going to invest in having that localized as well. So it just makes sense. But outside of that, I'm sorry, Josh, I didn't want to cut you off. Are you going to say something? Oh, no, that's it. Uh, okay. That was the only thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, outside of that... Um, this was kind of later. Well, no, I'm sorry. Skyrim Remastered was also reconfirmed after they said they didn't confirm it, uh, even if it was part of the, oh, you know, the, yeah, yeah that, that whole shit. thing was kind of hilarious. No like, one hey, was guys. buying it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was I, I, I don't even know why they had to like uh, say, "Oh, if you're not saying it's not necessarily confirmed." It's like, why the fuck would you even like <laughs> say that? You know? Yeah. Then, right. I, you guys I, yeah. showed it in a, in like in the reveal video. It's pretty obvious that it's coming but, and it's yeah. not like skyrim is like a huge huge resource hog that it wouldn't run on the system anyway because no. it was a ps and xbox 360 game so yeah it was, I felt, it was, I was a bit though again despite that it's not here for six months yeah so. but i, I mean it, it, we made fun of that but at the same time you know i don't want to like imagine how challenging it's going to be able to like try to get it working for both environments like uh docked and on the go so i just have to think about like how the hell are you gonna handle mud the bot situation as well how does yeah. that environment look like oh, on the yeah. i i and you think about it you know when it came when skyrim mastered launched or special edition is actually what it's called launched on the ps4 it was broken as hell kind of still is so i think that they're also trying to figure out all the broken parts because <laughs> so that's still not what you're thing. saying is it's a typical bethesda game yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Hey, at least they came out and confirmed it. Unless like unlike, like Sega, they had the guy, the Yakuza guy, come out, and all he did was just say Sega's committed to the Switch. He pulled like a, the EA move, which EA also did. Uh, just kind of confirmed it's that they. No, were EA support. actually confirmed FIFA was coming. Oh, at they least. confirmed uh, FIFA, but they. That's no, like other than that, like Sega didn't say anything. They, they, they're like, hey, uh, this dude showed up. It's like cool, that's... and it's like, yeah, Switch is pretty cool. Thumbs up. Wasn't then, there like a rumor yeah, about like the Yak? Well, okay, the the Yakuza remastered games came to the Wii U, but wasn't there anything for the Switch at all? I know there was. Like, it, it uh, wasn't. They just had Nagoshi come out on stage. Yeah, like, Nagoshi, oh, yeah, was in, sorry. the hardware is cool and. <laughs> and, and, and let's be clear here that like the, the Wii U one uh, was based off the original like assets of the PlayStation Two versions, not not Kiwami. Oh yeah, not not the new not Kiwami. One, yeah. So yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got the we won't be getting well. Yeah, Kiwami's out. Uh, a, yeah, a year from year. now. Yeah, early 2018, right? That's actually no, that's uh, that's uh, six. That's six. I'm sorry. Yeah, later this year, a zero is out in a week. Yeah, it's yeah. man, three Yakuza games in like a span of a year, and then you got. I was just like in perspective. It's like you got was it? Well, okay. I want to finish up on the other stuff before I get too much into the gushing <laughs> part. So they also, yeah, as Aaron said, Xenoverse Two is also confirmed. Um, that's supposed to be sometime later this year. That's just 2017. And then from the Japan side of things, aside from other stuff like Blaze Blue and whatnot, um, Taiko no Tetsujin, which is the Taiko drumming game, which is pretty awesome. Hell yeah. yeah that's, it's, it's, I'm really psyched to see that. They also, for the RPG sides, to get back from that, um, they had the logos for the Tales series and the Story of Seasons series. Now, the Story of Seasons kind of makes some sense. Just, I mean, even if it's like been kind of handheld recently, it's still like a, a Nintendo property in many respects because you know, as once again merging the handheld and the and the console markets kind of closer together, 
that that's i mean that's fucking great that that's going to be like harvest moon wherever you go or the harvest moon we know and love and then you got the tail series that's kind of crazy do you guys think it's going to be a new one or i think it's going to be i I, i'm thinking it's going to be either like a zisteria plus berseria port into it i I don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised actually if it's an uh like a experimental new one because symphonia three the 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 last new tales of game that came out like a mothership title is like tales of grace is on the wii right that was and that was all right yeah so that i mean it wasn't that long ago but skip the wii well so they're like quick we have to port it to the ps3 yeah chapter or whatever i really i remember how fucking broken graces was on me that was good that was like yeah. all of the like all the games around then were just being ported to the ps3 with enhanced features you had like yeah graces you had eternal sonata like even bioshock and like uh yeah. and yeah like it, it was like all these different games being released over there and added some additional content like everyone else was like the beta testers for I, the ps3 version. i'd really love to see like even if, if, they, if it's sonata. a new experimental tales of title on switch like i kind of want to see how they utilize these controls if they were they're gonna the Joy-Cons. Yeah, the Joy-Cons. Um, and Battle. But, it, it, but it's, it's, the Tales of Developers aren't really known for like going super out there with their games. They're very safe Yeah, most of the time. So who knows? Yeah, but it's, it's just a logo. So yeah, we don't know anything about it. But I'm um, excited to see what, what that's going to happen. What's going to happen kind with of the same. They did the same thing sort of with uh, Suda Goichi and the, the No More Heroes tease so for a game 51. that apparently is like barely in development. Like, okay, well, this is coming. But... I really like that you, Travis, touched that up. <laughs> Thanks, Suda. His little like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were making fun <laughs> of the interpreter. He's just trying to keep up with them. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> like, so bad for interpreter through that part, dude. He's like, you can tell the lag is like, oh, you gotta be fucking like, they did. They, yeah. <laughs> the, that was the, the thing that they didn't really mention, though, is that this is the first time Suda Fifty One has been a director of a project in like a decade. So yeah. that's his. That's his. This is his baby. So I'm. I'm excited to see what that's going to happen with that. Because yeah, it's been a long time. Because even like you know, Lollipop Chainsaw and those games, there were like other people helming those projects, and then he he was helping, of course, because it's. it's I, I'm excited but... to see how this is going to control. Because like, if you think about it, the Joy Cons are kind of like a more idealized version of what the Wii Remote is trying to do with Normal Oh, Hero. you are going to do the stupid like shaky motion to get the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> God, damn it! Like that. Was no, like, this like uh, this like a milk. Yeah, 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 you have to milk the energy into the weapon. Yeah, like, oh, Did you see that treehouse? Uh, the guy from yes. Nintendo, he's like getting really into it. Like, oh, you're like an open door. I saw, I saw three instances of that. Is the IGN uh, the demonstration of like when Nintendo's uh, showing them what the one two Switch games was. Yeah. And then, uh, and then two videos uh, from Giant Bomb that shows Dan. Like it doesn't show the street, it shows Dan with a fucking Joy-Con uh, doing the milking, and then just the actual interface itself. It's like, oh, oh it's, <laughs> it's so it's, it's so awkward. Like you better have some good friends. Who, who have a good, who know how to go, have a good time? Because otherwise, it's just going to be the most awkward experience. I don't know <laughs> that all. I always have whether they do or not. Yeah, exactly. So, but that <laughs> the, uh, once again, though, it's just like as as from the perspective of an RPG fan, it's a great lineup. You know, even if it's they're really spread out, it's just the the the, the idea. Uh, it's more than just a console either. It's it's also uh, you know taking it on the go. It it makes me so happy that Nintendo's going back to the more traditional format. Like you call it a gimmick, but it gives them a chance to be way more traditional in their games. They haven't been since like the GameCube. I mean, obviously. So I think that's oh yeah, that's the most great. traditional console they've released like in ten years. So. Exactly. That's and I think that's 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 amazing, and it makes me really excited because you know we'll go into the other games that they also revealed, but that's. I don't know about you guys, but that's got me really excited. 
Yeah, like I, I, I said it before, but like just when they first revealed the Switch and just it's being able to finally kind of unify their systems of the 3DS uh, flat, uh, series and well, on the Wii and the Wii U. So I just being able to hi- finally have all those into one device because the strength of Nintendo is not necessarily, you know, all the third party partnerships it hasn't been for the longest time. It's having all these great IPs that were just uh, had unfortunate separation of being of Nintendo focusing both on home and handheld simultaneously. Well, remember, they're going to still focus on 3DS. Yeah, so, uh, it's not they, being abandoned. But that there's a shift to it. You know, you can see yeah. that like uh, the initial wave there is. Uh, not to say that they're going to abandon the 3DS, but like down the, down the line is the Well, they will. Up. I was being facetious. They will. Yeah. Just They'll give 3DS good 2017, and then after that, I don't... There, there'll still be 3DS titles, especially on the Japanese side, you know, because that, that's still a stable market over yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's very important to point out. It's a stable market. It's it's still huge. Even the Vita is still huge over there. So yeah. it, it kind of makes me wonder, um, because like even with the caveats of the online features of the of the Switch, it's like all these games, like it's it's that's what really matters, in my opinion. It's the games, you know. That's I think that's, that's important for everyone. Um, it can go beyond that. And it makes me wonder... Because we're talking about like old systems and whatnot, they didn't really talk about virtual console anywhere. And so, what I hope what they might consider doing is that okay, the NES and SNES games, you know, free rental. I hope they still consider the idea of doing a subscription kind of thing with like oh, I should say like a PlayStation Plus thing, where you're able to get like Wii and GameCube games and like Wii U games and stuff like that, like and and older uh, titles like that. at least being able to buy that because as Aaron was talking about a lot of the like rumors that were going around were completely false <laughs> or at least they didn't they didn't come up uh, during yeah. this conference so. I am so glad if I never have to hear about Mario Rabbids ever again yeah you were talking about <laughs> I, you were I will not really bummed out about that shit if I never have to hear like rumors from uh, a certain group of people who were like spreading brand new rumors like every single day it seemed like and a bunch of them didn't even come true and now they're acting like super entitled over the thing the whole thing it's it's actually kind of embarrassing it's yeah it's it's, I mean, it's bad and i i uh i don't I mean i don't want to like get way too into that just because you know i'm sure she's hearing enough yeah, of that but, as I I mean, but yeah it's just i feel like it you know it, it set up these expectations and now people are giving nintendo a bunch of undeserved flack because of them and you know it's not their fault that you know a few people decided to spoil things for everyone even if the spoilers weren't exactly true it's it's fair enough i I would say though it's that even beyond that like not just like expectations and things like that i think that you know nintendo did a lot that to themselves because like there are people like me you know who wasn't really paying that much attention to the rumors and all that other stuff that, that were going around. I mean, we would report on it from time to time, but like I wasn't really thinking about it too much. It's more about, yeah, we were talking about like, the bare bones launch, uh, the crazy prices for the accessories and uh, the weird design decisions for the online features and whatnot. So that's kind of what I'm more hung up on rather than, you know, those expectations about games. Because right. those games could still exist and whatnot, like some of the things that they were talking about. It's just that, um, maybe it's just too early, and they could have directs later in like you know April. I will mention though, it just seems that from um, I forget his name, um, but the guy who uh, is making Cosmic Star Heroin, uh, Rob. <laughs> that's all I know. Uh, Zaboid. Yeah, Zaboid. Um, he basically said that um, the smaller developers 
which was it was weird like this conflict that was going on or at least that this contradiction that was going on smaller developers apparently aren't getting dev kits until april is what you're kind of saying or at least they don't have access to it but apparently nintendo was giving it to like nicholas and uh these other developers because we've got like fast rmx is one of the games that are set to come out sometime in in march and that's an indie developer you know straight up so it's you also like, have uh, Shovel Knight as well. Shovel Knight, yeah. So you've got like very specific indie developers that are going to come out to kind of bump up, like beef up their their catalog, and that's kind of what Sony was doing at the PS4. You know, early on is that they put so much focus on the independent groups because that's how they were able to like build up the library before they kind of recently moved away from the independent, you know, love that they were showing, especially at E3. You know, they even cut them out of their conference because they wanted to put more focus on like their bigger titles because that whole love the independent crowd is like all right guys you did your job you made us last this on now we can focus on our games that are now uh close to being the end of development and can be released so i wonder it it has me very interested to see what nintendo does from the independent side of things because that seems like that's where they could really capitalize a lot um but instead of going too much into that though let's talk about what the other games that um We'll wrap things up a little uh, bit, actually. I don't yeah, want to uh, yeah, I don't want to get too hung up, like because no. I, I want to get a little bit of a spotlight, on, a, a little bit of a spotlight on these games. But I do want to mention that I hope they find us some sort of solution to have like some sort of way to access our Wii U catalog. You know, like uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna suck to see that like Wii U is gonna be like this one thing that like didn't do so well, but it has such a it had such a handful of fantastic games, and just to see them like you know lost in history, it'll it'll be a real shame. Like if there's no way to like really like in say five ten years that like they'll be just forgotten in history because there's no way to play them anymore really i mean that's just the nature of a lot of console launches especially ones that but, are uh, yeah so. but, but but i mean when you have people who that's that's a standard like microsoft with their xbox one backwards compatibility thing like you know it's oh I, like, do you want it, you want, it, you want it, Nintendo it, to it, do it, a streaming service like ps4 like, I, I don't i don't i, hope, oh I, I don't want to do that i don't want to do that i want <laughs> no. them i want more people to be like i don't know microsoft you know i know i know there's no way for like the disc to go on the switch no. actually like you know some way i'd like i'd like to see bayonetta 2 like i'd like to like play that like seven years from now without busting out my wii u you know i think my concern though is that nintendo is going to do like the you know, you have to double dip or triple dip or quadruple dip at this point. Like the virtual console is going to be like, you know, get the same games and pay money so you can play yeah. it again. Like a, your 15th copy of Super Mario World or something like that. Like yeah. I'm concerned about that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems like it's pretty clear that you'll eventually be able to buy those games digitally on the Switch just because um, they made it pretty pretty clear that they want people to be able to play those games on this new console uh i just imagine a lot of the technical hurdles of trying to be able to do something like that especially thinking about how you're going to be able to play like ds games and all this other stuff on a single screen you know because at least with the wii u you're able to have like the option of playing it like like the bottom screen is the one thing and the top screen is the other or i should say the tv is the other the top screen so like trying to be able to figure that stuff out uh, seems extremely complicated so i don't you know, uh, <laughs> um, I'm sure that that's gonna that's gonna be. I don't envy the amount of work that they're gonna have to do to get that all sorted out. But um, yeah, I do agree that they need to figure out when it comes to their catalog because that's that's really important uh, for them, uh-huh. especially if there's no way to play those old games. But you know, even Sony's got trouble with that, like the slow trickle of PlayStation Two for PlayStation Four titles and no PS One support at all. So. It's it's like this weird thing. Um, or at least they cut it out after the PlayStation Three, so that's that's yeah. that's why it's there's some concerns there. But I totally understand where you're coming from with that. 
Um, but yeah, let's let's give a little bit of time for these other games before we get into the end of this. Um, so uh, I, I don't want to uh, before we get into like the bigger titles. I'll briefly mention they also showed Arms, which is kind of like a Punch Out replacement. It seems like at least it shows like the the Punch Out multiplayer when you're like behind the back of your respective yeah, person. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a new IP they're trying to push, uh, much like uh, Splatoon. Like. Exactly. Uh, it's a uh, very much like a natural evolution of that, except like your arms like uh, fling out of you when you punch. Uh, so it's kind of <laughs> very much a rock paper scissors game, where like you do a straight punch or a curve punch or a grab, and then like you know there's there's a maneuverability options that like you move around left or right by tilting the, uh, the Joy Cons, and um, being able to jump uh, and uh, doing special moves. It's a, it's it's a fighting game. Um, like a Dalsim kind of fighting game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, punches. imagine if everyone's Dalsim, but it had, like, <laughs> yeah. a different take on Dalsim. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, the different, like, you know, arms layout. Like, you have, like, toasters or boomerangs and whatnot. Such, um, a, such a weird it, 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 Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I, I think it, it's... I want I want it to do well, but I don't know if it's gonna. If, I don't know if it's gonna do well at the, at the full real t- retail price of sixty dollars. I, I, but I think they have a real nice concept. I just think the the starting price point for it is a tad high if there's not in if there's not a lot of features to it's, it. It's identical to Splatoon though, in that they launched it for full price and then they added content, free content. Yeah. Later, so, so if they if they go to Splatoon yeah. approach with it, I can see it uh, doing fairly well. It worked for us before. Why not do it again? Uh, so, but uh, and then speaking of which, uh, Splatoon two. Uh, so yeah. that's obviously it's going to have all the content from the other from the from the releases from then, and it's going to be put on this new game. But you seem to know way more about this than I do. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I love the Hell of Splatoon is one of my favorite games in 2015. Um, the the new thing that they're really pushing is that they have a new class like the Splat Duelies. They have, these have like dual pistols on them. Duelies. Uh, that, yeah, uh, this class uh, has the new Dodge Roll maneuver exclusive to them. Um, which uh, a lot of people really wanted. So, but the, a lot of people seem to be thinking that the Dodger manu- maneuver is universal. It's actually not. It's only for this class. But uh, all the other classes are getting some sort of tweaks, like uh, big ones like uh, the Charger, which like kind of like the sniper rifles in the game. You can like uh, do charge buffers. So essentially, you start charging up for a shot, and then you can go hide in the ink, and then pop out, and immediately uh, like pop out a full a full charge shot. So that seems kind of crazy, but. It, it really uh, helps that class. Um, and also, like, the roller class, uh, being, being able to now, like, the roller class is kind of like the shotgun class in that game because, like, when you fling your uh, roller, it uh, has it splats, like, a big horizontal uh, plane in front of you, which will pretty much kill almost anything if they're right in front of you. But now you can uh, swing it vertically if you swing it in midair, uh, giving you that little extra reach just in case they're out of your range. And a whole bunch of other new, like, you know, uh, special abilities. Like, they had, like, like a freaking missile launcher, like, strapped to both of your shoulders uh, and whatnot in a jetpack. Um, this seems to be bigger, better, lots of new things going into it. Um, I'm super excited. They actually uh, showed off, um, like people doing local multiplayer with like eight switches on that thing which is cool if like you have seven other friends who have switches yeah just, i, I mean, just want to like party up yeah i mean i mean because you can use of course you can use one controller per person so yeah just like three other switches and you've got a whole crowd there but yeah like yeah you said like new maps they're bringing back of course the the special uh, events that they had the the spot fests oh, yeah. and yeah I think the weirdest thing about that was that that guy was like, "I'm from the Squid Research Lab," and he had the lab going so on good. his gun. He, he, he was the, he, <laughs> he had the most. Part he, got of a, that. he had a pose that he had that he practiced oh, apparently so a lot, and then he did it again like two or three times, like his little like overhead. Well, he put his yeah. time into practicing it. Yeah, he got right into it, and they had like a bunch of like 
is has he has he shown before like or is he like a new I guy? So. I, I'm not sure, but man, he he sure made an impression. <laughs> he, well, it was from Japan, so you know they could be like something who shows up whenever they announce a new event. For all I know, um, but yeah, that's of course. Do, do any of you know offhand which team at Nintendo made Splatoon? Like all all I know is that exactly. it was a newer team, but I don't know if they've got it's, like it's a. It was actually it was actually like a like a like a school project, university project. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. concept. And then that, that, that they gave those guys a shot, like, hey, you have something here. Uh, I'm not exactly sure if they have a studio name for them or just a division number, but it actually started out as a university project, and that's fucking crazy to think about. It's like that that concept was able to evolve into what it is today because uh, Splatoon is such a... Uh, still continues to be like a refreshing take on that genre. It's like Portal in the same way. It was a university project that evolved into a big-scale thing that everyone adores, so... That's that, that is pretty amazing, and then yeah, uh, that's kind of the hint about what we were talking about just now about the Wii U games, because um, it's like we they were kind of thinking that the new Splatoon wasn't an actual sequel; it's just going to be like an enhanced release. Uh, but the actual enhanced release was the new Super Mario. Excuse me, the Mario Kart Eight uh, has a couple new characters, which has some of the um, the squids from uh, from Splatoon. Splatoon. Actually, yeah, they're going to be drivers in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed them off, like the orange and green, or something like that. But yeah, they had um, they had a couple characters like that. So some other characters, I think, and Boo. So they had they did some they did add some new characters. So that's yeah, if you think about this, that's all the DLC for this, and you and if you think about it, like just out of the box, what you're getting out of this, it's like the most content in a Mario Kart game, like just from the get go. You have like I think 48 tracks just on that fucking switch release that's yeah. crazy it's pretty damn and it's coming yeah. out at the end of april so it's it, it's not that long away mm-hmm. compared to some other stuff so that might be a good holdover it, like zelda i'm not going to play zelda for like two months but yeah that's if i did if i did buy it at launch so that's that's the kind of thing and i'll most probably get the wii u version and yeah. get switched on the road or something most importantly they revamped switched? the battle oh, mode. he said switched oh sorry what they must uh, they uh, revamped the battle mode in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as well, which is th- th- a good move because the battle mode in that uh, Wii U version is god awful. I still <laughs> very need to play bare bones. Yeah, that's like the one game that's stayed in my system the whole time. So I should get back to Mario Kart 8 sometime. But yeah, yeah. that's that's that, that's that's a, that's a good sign that they're adding content like that. And then uh, mm-hmm. so we, yeah, we already mentioned the new No More Heroes game, also uh, Pure Pure Tetris, uh, which hell was hell fucking yeah, hell fucking yeah. It was like teased because uh, they um, there was a release of trophies, like they, they posted the English trophies for that, which seemed to come out of nowhere. I mean, there was there's been like that case before. It happened in plenty of other games. I think like it was like like net. Net hero, net high, or whatever that game was for the Vita that also had that leaked, but like nothing came of that. But pure, pure Tetris. Um, so the big concern there was the fact that Ubisoft had the digital rights for Tetris. That's why you get to see like Tetris on PS4 and on mobile. That's that's Ubisoft's doing. Um, actually, wait, I think it's like EA on phones and then Ubisoft on console. Yeah, the, right, the digital rights for the game is like a fucking hot mess. Yeah, it's a hot, hot mess. So what's actually happening here is that uh, Pure Pure Tetris is going to be physical only. Um, so PS4 and Switch. So um, that pretty much makes it obvious is that if you want this game, you better buy it uh, right away or close because otherwise it's going to, you know, there's going to be no digital version unless Ubisoft gives up their rights and lets, um, you know, 
Sega publish it on on a digital storefront or makes a deal or something like that, which mm-hmm. seems very very unlikely because Tetris makes a lot of money still. But there, there's there's a really good game to like uh, kind of highlight, you know, being able to take Switch on the go because you know there's a real easy game to play like anywhere. Like you don't need like a huge TV for it. It's just a freaking puzzle game. You play Puyo Puyo or Tetris against another person. Oh, and that's yeah. it's, uh, it's man, I'm really excited for it. I mean, really and, and that, I mean, I played it on my Vita, and that was already pretty damn good. Uh-huh. And so I'm, yep. I'm excited to be able to, uh, to try it out that way as well. So that's that was the big news as well, and that's going to be coming out. What was that? I'm sorry, I lost the, I lost the picture that I had up for the. Uh, that's that? spring, spring 2017. Spring, spring. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so that's going to be out here. Um, yeah, the English trophies. Let's. See. I just want to make sure. Yeah, uh, the Amazon oh. when I when I pre-ordered uh, it from Amazon is like May for the PS4 version. So uh, actually, I think I think the to clarify, I believe the P only the PS4 version is physical only. I believe on the Nintendo Switch, it's going to be physical and digital. So in oh, that okay. case, interesting. Yeah. So that's weirdly enough that <laughs> you were talking about a, a hot mess that whole rights system is. I guess maybe Nintendo broke a deal or something. I don't know, but yeah. So that's that's going to be the case for that. Uh, some other things they kind of dished out. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 is going to come out. Another and, Street Fighter 2 version. But it has new characters. Uh, the so, new challenge. Yeah, so just like, what was that? Um, what was that Evil recent? Ryu and yeah. Violent Ken. Exactly. Yeah. What was it? And, and, Wall- and, and, no, oh, sorry. Go ahead. The, 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 like the, the graphical version of this is uh, very much in line with the, the Street Fighter 2 HD remix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, released a few years ago Which was except you know this was gonna have the you know the usual balance changes of course to uh, accommodate evil ryu and violent ken and whatnot um the trailer for it was really weird because there was like a little <laughs> thing at, at the very end where it kind of switched to like a the street fighter 4 edge but in a first person view and like quickly cut out and it was like what the what? fuck so who knows what else this uh it's not i mean it's not they, street fighter 5 is clearly not going to come to the switch so that's that seems really yeah. bizarre so i, I can't tease but, it that way but uh, maybe That's Street Fighter 4. Sure, why not? You know, yeah. I mean, I'm always up for more Street Fighter 2. I just don't know if I'm willing to pay full retail price for another Street Fighter 2 version. Yeah, I mean, Street Fighter 5 characters, <laughs> if Street Fighter 5 people are going to go back to Street Fighter 4 because they're tired of 5 and all the problems that it had. So I guess we'll have to see about that. But yeah, that was that was important. It kind of reminded me of like Wild Guns Reloaded and adding a content from an old game. But yeah, if they had an HD version, they already had it on more recent hardware. So that's even. That's not as impressive, but still pretty awesome that that's happening. That's just um, weird that Violent Ken is like being reintroduced like this. That's yeah, real good. Exactly. And then, yeah, on, on the Japanese side of things, um, but it was also confirmed for the West, um, uh, Sonic Mania and, Son- and Project Sonic 2017. Project, tr- Project Sonic 2017 was already announced for the Switch back during their anniversary party that they had last summer. Sonic Mania wasn't confirmed for the Switch as far as I know. So that's oh. that's cool. Uh, and and oh. yeah, even Sonic Hedgehog account kind of confirmed it as well and shared it to the details so that was pretty great and then finally it was an interesting omission at the time but i guess yeah now it's here and nothing to worry about it, it looks pretty sweet yeah so. and then yeah it's also like yeah blaze blue and taiko no tetsujin like i mentioned they're both coming to the switch in japan at least uh i imagine both of those at least blaze blue will be showing up in the west sometime soon because all the blaze blue games have one yeah. time or another so that's going to be the case and then you don't have to worry about taiko though because this thing is region free so. yeah um but i kind of think that maybe it would still come over but it doesn't matter as you said so uh, um finally uh the biggest news that's non-rpg super mario odyssey excuse me uh which we only got like a taste of during last fall when they had the teaser 
uh, reveal or official reveal, I guess. It can't be any less than that. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey uh, takes place like in a modern setting. It's got a lot of the Mario features that you'd want with like the art style and the triple jump that you want so badly. Uh, And so it's got that kind of traditional feel, but like in this big apparently open world that people are comparing yeah, to Sonic Adventure because it's got a character, a mascot character in the middle <laughs> of a city. So that was really weird. Uh, Is Mario going to kiss a full human-sized girl? That didn't happen in Sonic Adventure, though. So I, don't, it's I know. It <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. But uh, I guess, actually, no, he, they did have like city places later on in the series, too, like Sonic uh, Underground or whatever. Um, so, not Sonic Underground. What am I talking about? Sonic... What's that game called with the werewolf? Oh, Shadow, Shadow the Hedgehog is the one that took place. Unleashed? Sonic Unleashed, no, that was it. Sonic oh, yeah, Unleashed took place t- in, you know, fake, fake, you know, just a fake Paris, fake Germany or whatever. Yeah. Sonic, yeah. Sonic Underground was the TV show because it had the cool theme song. Sonic Underground. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was, yeah, see, yeah, yeah Super Mario Odyssey looks really, really, really good. Like, it's, Damn. uh, it's the, the most excited I've seen, uh, I've been over a Mario trailer since, like, when Galaxy was first shown off. A funny um, couple, of, yeah, a couple of funny things that happened. So yeah, in, in this apparently Sonic's hat uh, plays a big role, and that you can he can kind of like throw it out and use it as like a platform eyes. and a weapon. Um, it's like I quickly compared it to like Minish Cap because of course it's got a hat that looks and talks and all that stuff uh, and, and acts. Um, but then I think even after that, uh, Playtronic makers of ukulele came out and said hey thank you for stealing our eyes <laughs> so because it's got like these <laughs> giant eyes that are on the top of the hat they took it they yeah. took the, the banjo style from them i thought that was hilarious it's um, really good especially about bowser's outfit that he's like he has like a white like, a like top hat white normal outfit he looks like, he fucking looks like zapelli from jojo to that's, be honest that's that's yeah that's i think that's that's pretty much spot on there it was it was great i i, I love the style of that you know i've been big I haven't really been that big into Mario for quite some time, but even then, even that got me excited to see, especially with the the possibilities um, of having a big world like that. They even called it like a sandbox world. So you know, mm-hmm. this is the wor- the open world Sonic. As a, excuse me, Super Mario Open World is is pretty much what it is. So yeah, they, they show like it has a very much strong focus on like environmental variety. Like it, it freaking shows off like a like you're in a downtown like New York City uh, at the very beginning. Then you travel to the desert, a jungle in the sky. It's it's all filled with like crazy night, shit. Yeah. yeah, and apparently like I think there was like even a hat shop, and so maybe you'll be able to get other hats or something like that. It's 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 pretty awesome. It's got me excited to see what they're going to do with that. So, For sure. yeah. So that's kind of a lot of the other stuff. I mean, they also reveal like just to briefly mention like Ryan was also confirmed. Steep. If you care about that, NBA Two K eighteen, of course, as I already mentioned. Snipper clips, <laughs> which I still, I still don't know what that is. But all right, has been has been heroes. Yeah, it's just a lot of this random stuff that they were also confirming around that same time. But yeah. So that's that's kind of it uh, for the announced title so far for the Switch. But now that you know they have come out and done the reveal, it just means that now we can kind of look for other publishers that weren't part of that conference. Oh, and Minecraft, of course, mm-hmm. um, for other publishers to come out and announce their games for that. So I guess the the next big times we can kind of look forward to for that kind of stuff is like maybe you know PAX and GDC, and then of course E3. Nintendo saying E3 is going to be another like. Obviously, it's going to be, but like another huge reveal of like all the games they have planned for the rest of the year. They did say they had over eighty games in development for the Nintendo Switch, so that's that's got me hopeful. Time will tell if it means the 3DS is going to kind of you know 
as Brian was talking about, kind of like, you know, just uh, peter down to uh, just a platform that has a game that shows up every now and then, but it's a lot of focus on the Switch. Uh, I imagine they're going to wait till the adoption is much higher before they would pull anything like that off. So um, it's exciting times, you know, and um, mentioned before, like if you're talking about like the span of a month, like you're talking about Mass Effect, Persona 5 and Zelda all within a month of each other. So that's it's insane to think about that. We've got that much game to look forward to. Uh, so um, I guess I, yeah. I guess a month and a day, I guess, because Persona Five is. It's crazy because they, the, there's like something that's like kind of so unprecedented. They, they announced the console seven weeks before it's coming out. Yeah, that's it's yeah, insane, like, and I, it. Well, I mean, like in, in this modern age, I mean, they've done it uh, like with other things in the past, like when they unveiled it, like at pre, uh, like really old E3 presentations to have it out. Uh, the next day and whatnot, but... like a Saturn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. The second, but uh, it it does feel like Nintendo isn't quite prepared either, just because with the online services and all that stuff. So it seems, and even publishers don't seem ready for a lot of this stuff. Uh, but you know, we'll have Zelda. I think that's all we really need, right? That's, <laughs> that's all we need is just that. Oh man, game. that's what Nintendo's banking on. Apparently. Yep, exactly. Uh, that's fine. This will last me. you for like three months, right? And then maybe we'll have another game. Yeah, I just hope that. No... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but they did. Yeah, they they kind of, they said this. I mean, it's one thing to say it; it's another to actually act on it. But they did say they wanted to really shore up the problem that the Wii U had of having separate big titles that came out like so far apart from each other. So that's the. Um, it's on them, of course, to be able to, uh, you know, actually deliver on that promise. So we'll wait and see. So yeah, you know, Zelda and the and early uh, on launch. Then you've got you know, uh, the sky as well in the springtime. You've got Splatoon two in the summertime, and then you've got towards the fall. Uh, you've got like you know, Xeno maybe Xenoblade, maybe not. Uh, more like it's weird because Super Mario Odyssey is is confirmed for the holiday, so they haven't really said anything about the fall. So. A lot of this is just confirmed for 2017, but no set date. So they haven't said anything about the fall, but that's maybe what E3 is for. So we'll find out. Um, so before we wrap things up, is there any like lasting th- uh, thoughts you guys want to share about this whole thing? Pretty good. Don't fuck it up again, Nintendo. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it yeah, goes. Yeah, that's kind of how I well like where I am at this point. <laughs> like, I kind of feel like they're repeating some of the same mistakes. Yeah, even what though if, they promise, like they're making claims that they're not going to, but I guess we'll just have to wait. And see. Yeah. What okay. if What if Final Fantasy XIV came to the Switch? Because <laughs> well, that's not I the. Don't know. It, wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't make me buy one because I don't really play games actually when I'm outside of my house. I and... can't really see that MMO interface really working. Yeah, out. MMO yeah, on a Joy-Con. That's, that's, that's the other part of it. It's, I mean, I, I play the game mostly on PC as it is, and I do have the PS4 version as like a backup. But I mean, I've and... I've played Final Fantasy XIV via remote play, so it's definitely possible. But it's speaking it's not yeah. generally, it, 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 it's definitely not ideal, and I've tried it too. But yeah, I guess the that's other, yeah. Sorry. The other part of it is, um, like from a hardware power perspective they're actually dropping the ps3 um, yeah that's true for the new expansion so i think going forward they're they really want to be able to use more power for and they're actually bumping up the minimum spec requirements on pc so i don't know i think a switch version would be really hard for them okay aaron listen so, so, okay, yeah, so you see this one two switch thing okay so when you craft an ff14 what if you do hand gestures <laughs> oh craft. god crafting is, <laughs> uh i don't craft in that game as it is so yeah and i'm sure you want i'm sure you want to do gestures for hours come on now yeah i, 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 I guess the, uh, to see how mm. square enix does support the switch the switch 
Yeah, uh, I mean, they, like, they came out with a few titles, so at least we've got something. But, like, yeah, with, like, Final Fantasy itself, like, what they're going to do with that that platform. Like, maybe we're going to do Crystal Chronicles. I would love to play Crystal Chronicles with a bunch of people. Been waiting on a true sequel to that game yeah. for 15 years, however long it's It'd be been. pretty great. I, I guess the other problem is that trying to justify taking a game with, like, an expensive world and huge budget quality, uh, like Zelda Breath of the Wild, and trying to play it on the go with, like, a very, like, you know, cut-off like very small experience in comparison so like i could only really see using it when i want to like uh, josh was saying with like like grinding and crafting and things like that otherwise like i'd rather be on a big screen but that's also the justification of playing a game on a handheld at all versus a console so i guess we'll have to wait and see um okay but... so you're a tank and the left joycon is your shield and the right joycon no. is your t- <laughs> that's that's no. not gonna happen but i would say if anything Sony uh, and Microsoft have proved that there's still a market for consoles, and so like I'm I'm excited to see uh, what Nintendo has in store, especially because if it's all hands on deck, which it seems to be pretty clear it is, even if we're kind of you know naysaying the launch lineup, which is you know it is kind of shit, um, you know give it a, give it a, but that's <laughs> well, the same with like any. If you're gonna be blunt about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's it's I mean aside from Zelda and I mean I I love Super Bomberman R that looks pretty awesome too, but like um it's just like with any console launch it's like give it wait till 2018 and then it might be like oh, we're like overflowing with amazing experiences so i'm excited to see what what comes of that um and you know what you know in response what sony and microsoft have for that kind of stuff because even microsoft you don't know what the exclusives because they we didn't mention this um but this recently happened you know scale bound of course got canceled oh uh, yeah we've already got a report up on the site about that and the you know there's a lot of rumors swollen about that you know it's been in development for like 2012 i think or 2013 so that's been in development for a long time so that went away so like what microsoft has in terms of uh first party titles or at least you know even second party we'll have to kind of see about that sony they put out a lot of the big games already so it's kind of wondering like where they're at like i don't know if they're just going to try to do something in response to scorpio because that's out this holiday as well so you got super mario odyssey up against scorpio i don't know it's, it's just all these weird things happening all at once but you know it's if anything it's it's a great time to be playing video games because there's so much good stuff uh and uh and even in terms of exclusives and so like even sony of course they've got big titles out soon for themselves because you've got you know Horizon, but then also like um, console games like Near Automata out in March too. So same week actually, if you think about it, because <laughs> Near uh, oh, like a, a week apart is Near Automata and the Nintendo Switch with Zelda. So there's a lot of RPGs in March. <laughs> so it's it's kind of nuts. Um, but is it Automata or Automata? I I, I pronounce it, but you know, <laughs> unless the made auto. You know, I think even Geo Corsi was like, was it Altamida? It just, it was, it sounded like a a car at some point. It was really weird. Um, But let's just go ahead. Uh, If you guys have nothing else you want to talk about with that, uh, we'll kind of wrap things up here. And so, um, once again, to find out where you can find us at, it's, you can find us at RPGsite.net. You can also find us at Twitter, at RPGsite, the handle. You can find us on YouTube.com slash RPGsite.net. Got a lot of good stuff up there. We've been posting some things. Um, got some cool things planned for that channel. So stay tuned very shortly for stuff that I've been thinking about doing for that channel. So keep a lookout. Kind of been teasing about that on my own Twitter. But um, then we've got our Facebook.com slash RPG site net. Of course, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your Android playlist. Um, just search for Tetracast. Easy enough. You'll find that pretty simply now. And then our Discord. Uh, Discord.me. Uh, slash RPG site. 
we had a lot of uh, discussion around the launch of uh, during the event of the Nintendo Switch and what came after. So it seems to be a lot more active now uh, lately. So definitely jump in there and have some fun with people who love the same RPGs and maybe games you don't like so you can have a very fiery discussion about that <laughs> we'll see what happens and uh to wrap things up at the end of this um we like to share our twitter handles that you guys can find us so brian where can they find you i'm gonna go with you first uh i'll pass oh yeah that's right you made a whole new twitter account right well, yeah well okay i won't pass i'll take it back it's zeo massacut um maybe i'll link it or spell it later at some other place that's all right because <laughs> sorry <laughs> josh where can they find you uh, they can find me at HD Kirin at HD K I R I N. Great. And Aaron? You can find me at, at Aaron Van Dyne. That's E R R E N V A N C U I N E. Yes. That was more letters than yours, uh, Brian. Yeah, you everyone, so else, everyone else spelled theirs. Why don't you spell yours then? Z E O M A S S I C O T. See? There you go. There you go. That's a cod. I'm not going to ask where that's from. And then I've got my name, uh, Zachary, simple enough, Z-A-C-K-R-E-E-S-E. That's where you can find me. Uh, talk a lot of political crap, so maybe if you don't want to follow me, for that's fine. So uh, <laughs> that's it Jeez, for crap. the latest edition of the TetraCast. Um, obviously, like we mentioned, a very Nintendo Switch-centric episode. And so um, you can find a lot of great content on the site. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff, a lot of the big reveals. Um, we have a, a nice hub article that we put up a feature for that with all the news that we shared and um links to that all the greatest screenshots and art from that go watch the zelda breath of the wild trailer about two dozen times like i did right after that was shown and keep watching and keep watching because it's it's hard to i can't wait for playing that game uh so <laughs> thanks a lot for aaron josh and brian for being a part of this uh for this podcast and for everyone else catch us next time on the next edition of the tetracast <laughs>